Hello, everyone. Welcome to Drop Frames here on Sunday, also known as Church 2. That's what we call it around uh, if you're in the know. <laughs> Zeke, what are you cutting up over there? I saw you cut. I'm going to call you out. What are you? The Church of the church of Drop Frames, yes, with Pastor yes, Co. Uh, I've, I've been doing this uh, channel point reward for, for a little bit. Oh. Where uh, if, you, if you watch my channel enough, you get channel points and you can... Uh, put a sound sample like a sound bite oh like you can put it on my soundboard i got 12 spots with my with my go xlr okay so you can submit it like a five second or lettuce how uh, many channel points what, what am i spending uh i think if i'm not mistaken it is oobs so eighty thousand eight uh eighty thousand eighty five. Oh, okay I see. Okay. Got it. Got it. Under okay. I need to I think I have that. I might put some put a noise on there. Now what's the it, do you have to use it? Like even if it's on a soundboard, you don't have to use it, do you? Like how's that work? No, that you... that's that's part of the uh <laughs> part of the part of the deal is that uh I I it's up to my discretion. You have to ah. agree that like Oh, well, I'm not in wasting the, my the, channel points on that. Says I, that yeah. yeah, you'll never. I, I just advertise my stream, and you would just never hit that button. That's when I think out. it automatically <laughs> plays every 30 seconds for the duration of the stream. Yes. Is, I, think, yeah. I think that's a better channel point reward. Really, Absolutely. more bang for your points uh, is what they say, mm -hmm. also. Yeah. Co, I'm starting to get worried about you because every time we do a drop frame, somehow you have more cardboard boxes on the side of your green screen. Are you oh, okay? God. Is this a hoarding situation? Do we need to call it? It is 100% a hoarding situation. <laughs> this this entire Did room. Did you see XQC's room area. and you're like, well, that's a top stream where I got to do that? <laughs> yes. Well, no, the, the, the thing is, is like I've, I've been having this renovation we've been working on for like four months now. And, and I have been slowly collecting more and more things in this room, just in boxes and all over the place for that renovation ah. uh, to like basically like move everything in. So, I mean, at this point, this room is just like, full of boxed and un half unboxed things that are that are waiting to move down yeah. it was supposed to happen last thursday but then the east coast got hit with the snowstorm it's supposed to happen next tuesday but who knows it was supposed to happen the week before that but covid so you know it's just been a thing i'm so, gonna make a prediction next week, here's my you? prediction i hope uh, it happens next week my prediction is that it'll happen around the 15th of february i think that's a good <laughs> a good date not really anything going on. I hope not. I think it's a good time to really start the whole movement process of the entire studio. I'm really hoping I can be in my new studio before the February stuff hits. But we'll see. Yeah, that would. I, I don't wish that on you at all. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that, I terrible. mean, the whole, the whole, the only thing that the, they, they basically redid the entire basement. The, and, and on Monday and Tuesday, they're going down to finally clean it. Like there's oh. still all sorts of like construction stuff down there. Like, sure. You know, there's like dust all over the floor and the workers have been moving on. So it's, it's like, it's, you can't walk around there without getting like your socks full of, you know, like white dust and everything. So okay. tomorrow, mon more, uh, Monday and Tuesday is the big clean. So oh. that'll be the first time it actually like starts sinking in. Okay. Which is going to be. All right. Cool, they've been working on this for months now. Yeah. Exciting. Well, I hope it all goes through next Exciting. week. That'd be uh, yep. very good timing not February, but we'll see. Anyways, let's, uh, but, uh, but to answer your question, JP, oh, yeah? what was I cutting up? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I never got that answer. Yeah, that's true. I I I have them on a whiteboard, so I remember which ones are which. Oh. So I have like, 
uh, stop this cruel game, Chris Farley, the Windows error sound, uh, bird person dick move, uh, daddy meat. Like, what's daddy meat? But I'm, I, daddy meat. Can you play daddy meat for us? Can we get a sample? I want to see your big daddy meat. Yeah. I, 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 I want to see that your from? big daddy meat. No, it's not from anything. It's one of my, uh, one of my mods. Oh. Uh, I mean, Kiri from, uh, she's from Finland. Okay. She has what, what I guess people consider a very, uh, sexy voice, I guess. Okay. Sensual voice. Maybe it's the, sometimes when people, people want to redeem their sound samples, they ask my mods if they can record something for them rather than use like a soundbite from a movie or game or whatever. Okay. All right. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I asked worked out. Yep, that's, that was yeah that's yeah. what I'm, I'm making a so it's a permanent box and yeah. I, I just erased the inside yeah. smart smart well done well let's jump to the news uh i think everyone woke up saturday morning and was enjoying their coffee and no one drank it because it got spit out immediately when the news hit that microsoft was buying activision blizzard for the small sum of 68.7 billion dollars uh just here's here's to put that in clear this is how much money that is microsoft could have also bought every major league baseball team every nhl team twice 29 nba teams 22 nfl teams and as of friday uh going by their stock price they could have bought peloton eight times put that into perspective is that's i guess a hot stock or something so a lot of money uh being spent on old activision blizzard i gotta say i did did one of us not say that that would be a purchase for them a pie in the sky purchase on this show i gotta say someone said that i don't know if it was zeke was it maybe, you jp i don't think it was me i think it might have been zeke because we were asking like who do you think they could buy and you're like i don't know activision blizzard i think that's what happened I, I recall someone specifically saying that. That's, then we all laughed. We all threw our heads back and laughed. You know, never... that sounds like something I would say flippantly and be like, oh, and everybody was like, you're an idiot. Yeah. I think well, you're. Well, who's uh, laughing now? I think you're a business savant. You and Phil. I knew it. Yeah. yeah. He was going out to, to Denver to go on the slopes with you to get the business advice on who they should purchase. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We went out on the on the fresh powder that is been falling consistently no we've had two days of snow here it's oh been, really it's been awful like as far as snow goes and precipitation oh has wait has yeah. north carolina had more snow than you how much snow have you gotten though uh well i'm not in nc anymore but um oh okay I'll, yeah it's it the whole east coast is i've got like two to four inches here and some are getting a lot more jesus okay we got like three or four but not that much Guess it never snows in Denver. I guess that whole conversation we had was uh, not a lie. Out of Zeke. That John Denver was full of shit. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh, here's obviously a list of all the IP. Uh, just a small uh, list of the IP. Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy Crush, and StarCraft, which is an interesting and one. all of Sierra. Oh, that's part of the IP. I didn't see the full Dude. IP list, but that... Okay. Activision bought Sierra a long time ago. So they have a ton. They have access. Of they now have the IP for. They have the IP for Hexen. You remember that? I knew that. Um, Phil, Phil they have the IP that. for Arcanum and like a 
ton, a slew of old school games that Activision basically bought and destroyed because they knew that they weren't going to be big money makers. Yeah. Uh, they are now owned by Microsoft. Yeah. King's Quest. Remember King's Quest? Yep. Yep. Ollie's very excited about the parking. Wait, he loves King's did Quest. Say, did you say King's Quest? Tell me about that. King's Quest, man. What about it? Microsoft now. Is that a good game? Yeah. I, I, I don't know if you're trying. Right. I don't know what's happening. No, I'm <laughs> playing it right now. I'm playing King's. I'm playing King's Quest Six for the, oh, my first oh, King's okay. Quest game. All right, I was it's out. It's a game was... I'm currently playing for CD Ramathon. Thanks and, for uh, opening the it's... door, and letting me in on that joke. I appreciate it. Actually, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they, a lot of the games they have uh, IP wise are all fantastic, but they don't make money. And so Bobby was like, "Get them the fuck out of here and make me more Call of Duties." And uh, yep. hopefully now. Uh, there's so many different facets to this story. Uh, one of the biggest ones, I think, immediately after the news hit was, well, what's going to happen to Bobby Kotick? Uh, and legally, I don't think Xbox or Microsoft can say what's going to happen because they don't own him yet. So they can't make any rulings on whether the CEO is going to be removed. There was a bunch of uh, things that leaked slash internal chatter that kind of got out. One of them being that, uh, I don't know who had the original story. It might have been. The Wall Street Journal, it might have been Bloomberg. Uh, Wall Street Journal, it looks like on this, um, is that after they are all said and done, that he will be leaving once it closes. Sometime, mm -hmm. I would think, later. Uh, both companies have said the deal is expected to be done by June 2023. So they've got, uh, what is that, 18 months until uh, until that closes? We'll see what happens. Um there was a bunch of different interviews. That was probably the main focus, I think, on Twitter uh, of like, will Bobby still remain? And I think also internally at Activision, and the employees were wondering if he was still going to stick around. Also, how he's going to leave right. was a big point of contention because they, they were public about that list of insanely high bonuses that he would receive under the yes. different ways that he would leave. And one of the highest is if he was forced to leave by a company that had bought Activision. Because essentially that would be like a reward for him because the investors are like, cool, you made our company attractive enough that someone wanted to buy it and kick you out. So congrats, here's a giant ball of money for you. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, there's Which, really no way he makes it out of this without <laughs> making a gajillion dollars. Correct. He's, he's, here's the thing. And this is another thing that's really unfortunate. Like, he's already, what, a billionaire? I think he's so a billionaire. Yeah, all of the all of the money that is related to him getting like bonuses and stuff like that. I mean, let's let's say that the people banded together and forced Bobby out before, you know, Microsoft takes over. Yay. Win for everybody. Cool. Now he can only buy nine hundred and forty yachts. Yeah, he's worth a thousand. Yeah, it's just like it, it. It's it's unfortunately inconsequential. It's um, one of the those only things... people that are going to lose money from Bobby going anywhere are the other million to billion dollar shareholder people. So it's just like, right, right. the whole situation. I mean, it's one of those things where the best solution is him just getting out. And so since he's already worth $8 billion, yeah, just get him out, right? Like he's already making enough money to have fuck you money. And so regardless of what happens, he's going to make more money uh, because of the situation. And as a businessman, he made the right call by telling the investors, well, our, our stock is dropping. So... Why don't we just sell the company? Why don't we just see if someone will buy us? Uh, and that's why probably the investors were so fucking happy because they got bought by Microsoft for $70 billion uh, in an all-cash exchange, which is even wilder. 
uh, to consider. So I got a I got a quick question for you guys. Yeah. Like, think of think about you said eight billion. I think that's what, what it's worth. That was a quick. Yeah. Okay. Chat's telling me I'm wrong it, about it. That doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like if it's if it's a billion, if it's anywhere near a billion or higher. Yeah. What bothers you anymore? Like what? As a as Investors a human being, being upset at you probably. <laughs> but what what fucking bothers you is at, at at a billionaire? Like you're a billionaire. What fucking bothers you anymore? Like probably people that I got have, fired. Whatever. Here's, I would think that thing, people dude. with more money than you bother you. Is ultimately here's what the that thing. Comes down here's to the thing. <laughs> there you go. It's yeah. it's very similar to like popularity. In, with rock stars yes where it's kind of like a normal person would look at them and go how could you ever feel lonely while they're sitting at the top going i am the loneliest person this planet has to offer that has ever been created correct for bobby Kotick, it doesn't matter how much money he has what matters is that he's making more of it and more importantly that he doesn't lose it so in his perspective it's a huge deal it's not the kind of thing where he's just going to be happy with his billions because he's not going to be getting more billions and that's a huge concern in his life so it, it absolutely is. That's why he's rich. He's He has that much money because that's the way he's been thinking his entire life. That's why he okay. completely sunk IPs because they wouldn't make him money. And he was concerned of making more money. So to us, of course, we look at that much money. and We're like, that's insane. Why would he even care about that? But in his mind, it's his entire world. That's his whole world is, is, is money and, and how much he's going to be putting around his, his grave when he dies. Correct. Yeah. I, in yep. stacks, neat stacks of $100 bills. I agree. $1,000 bills. He's going to have special bills printed. <laughs> There'll be tens of thousands yeah. of dollar bills. <laughs> it's it's crazy because like it, it's, what Zeke said is like a hugely pervasive, like, you know, common mantra where it's like you can afford anything. Why does money matter to you? And the thing is, is they have that much money because it because always will matter to them. Like yeah. they'll, they, the only part, the, it's very rare that that ever changes. And that's why when people like Bill Gates come along who just one day decide, you know what? I got enough money and I'm going to give away like most of it. Like everyone's like, what the sh like, what is wrong with this guy? What's, what's, what's the matter with him? Literally people like people writing articles. Like, did he lose his head? Like what's <laughs> yeah. happening? So Bill it's, Gates it's wants you know, attention. it's weird. It's away billions it's weird of when people become okay with the amount of money they have at those levels. Um, it's the same, it's the same argument where people say Jeff Bezos has one point something billion dollars. Why isn't he just solving world poverty? Same with Elon Musk. It's because that's Brilliant. not the way those guys think they have that much money because they don't yeah. They'll never have enough. They'll never have enough. Yeah, yeah. They go to space. That's what billionaires do. They figure out how to, yeah, go to exactly. space. Build a fucking spaceship. <laughs> That's do you, the new trend. Okay. <laughs> do you think there is an amount like or or a time in 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 people's life that aren't like that that aren't the like never yes. enough? It, it there's, there's actually a time in people's life. I think where there's a you have enough. You've made enough. Seventy grand is the general term. The general like. There was there have been multiple studies I think in the U.S. and it's like sixty to seventy thousand is uh, sixty to seventy thousand a year is generally where people start to not think about money and that's enough. Okay. Which I I mean I don't I I forget what the average I think the average is like forty in the U.S. or fifty or something like that. Um, and it also depends on where you live. Obviously, uh, if you're in like California or San Fran, that's you can't. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you're in like the Midwest, well, 40, or... 40, in Montana, dude, you were the guy, you were the man, yeah, in the yeah. town. You're like, he's throwing, he's buying McDonald's for everybody. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, 
but yeah, I think seventy thousand is like the general agreed upon uh, scientifically studied number where most people tend to be okay uh, with what they're making, and they they tend to forget about it. Uh, just from uh, the U.S. Census site, thirty-four thousand one hundred three is is that... per capita income sixty-two thousand per household. Okay, is judged by the census. Yeah, so that's and that's in, uh, that's two thousand nineteen. So. Okay, yeah, that that sounds about right. Sounds about right. Um, also, uh, jumping back real quick to uh, Kodak, don't forget he's also on the Coca Cola board of directors. So. Still making, uh, still probably going to do just fine. He's the Finance Committee, Management Development Committee uh, on the Board of Directors for Coke. You know, one of the biggest brands in the world. Uh, whoa, lights go out or something. Yep, I'm fixing it. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's doing just fine. He's doing just fine. Um, if anyone's um, worried about Bobby. There was a, I, I, there was a quote and I don't like, it's going to be just so random, but, uh, I don't remember what show it's from. I don't remember what actor said it, but, but it was this rich guy, powerful guy. And he goes, you know what I want? I want to walk into any room and know that I'm the most powerful person in that room. And that, that will happen in every room, save maybe one. And I was like, that's what they want. That's what like the people want, like the people with the money and the power, yeah. like, they just want to have the most. And then I wonder what they do. They find whatever room they're not the most powerful and <laughs> try to take that room nope, over. That's right. But that's what I'm saying. Like, exactly right. they, once they, once they the are. Second, the yeah. second they walk into a room where they're the most powerful Mr. Robot. Person, that's right. It was Mr. Robot. That's right. The first thing that they need to, they, the first thing in their minds is, I need to find a bigger room. I need, I need, okay, now that I've conquered this, I need to find the next challenge. And it's just boom, 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 boom. Yes. Right down the line. Yeah. Uh, going along with uh, Bobby Kodak's a terrible person headline. Uh, <laughs> it was considered, uh, who had the story? Wall Street Journal. They broke a lot of news this week. Um, apparently, Bobby Kodak considered buying Kotaku and PC Gamer when all of that news was coming out so that he could change the media narrative uh, around the acquisition. So, again, there you go, Zeke. Uh, I'm trying to <laughs> just throw his money around. Um, and I don't like the do. news. I'll buy it. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. That's that's exactly exactly right. That's exactly right. Doesn't that work for Fox? Isn't that what Fox did? Like, Works. I mean, pretty much Rupert, any Rupert major. Murdoch. Yeah. I was going to stay away from it, but thank you, Zeke. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> pretty much any major news. Yeah, I was going to uh, say pretty much any, any major news organization these days. Yeah. Yeah, we've all. How seen much money the, can I donate? What yeah. is it? The the Wall Street Journal, I think, has had like a bunch of opinion pieces where it's like billionaires aren't the worst. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and Elon, pretty awesome. Yeah. I heard he's a great guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, his hair is and you know, I thought about that. I thought about like, isn't there a way that we could have oh, like yeah, WAPA, not like, Wall Street. Like like pie in the sky, dream big, have have a a law made where, or, or a federal, ugh, and you see, that's the thing. There's no way to guarantee it, but I want to, I want there to be some sort of uh, journalistic integrity checker, you know, but like a trustworthy source where you could say like, they get the seal of approval from this 
organi- from this journalist integrity organization uh, saying I see what you're these saying. guys are telling the truth or these guys are not are 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 not biased or the least biased possible or something like they, that. And I can't tried, even get through the sentence without fucking laughing. It's stupid. They've yeah. they've tried to do that. They like for instance there was Politifact and there were there were organizations that especially when back in the election back in the day they would try to like come out with like this this is full of this many correct statements and pants on fire rating and stuff like that. The problem yeah. is is in today's world you build your own narrative and there's enough news out there to do what you want. So the problem is that once you've built your narrative, then you look at a resource like that, and if it's consistently telling you your narrative's incorrect, then that resource becomes completely moot to you. It doesn't, and that, and that, and then you start, then it becomes counter op, uh, counterintuitive because you start saying, oh, does that resource disagree with that? Well, then maybe I'll like that because it doesn't really, you know, they clearly lie about everything else. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's, unfortunately, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That's where we're at in, anyway, in this world. Anyway, well, someone, what, what did, people brought up some one one thing. They brought up uh, a couple of people brought up the same. Was uh, it like when I mentioned the, like making a law for it. Oh, well, there's no way that will ever happen. No, no. Laws. What we should do <laughs> is we should just have the government confirm all information and then just they tell us what we need to hear and understand and that way we just know it's right that'd be great comrade fairness I doctrine i, I really... think that'd be i think that'd be the easiest because then we know we could trust it that'd be, yes correct is it Obviously. is it bad that i've never heard of the fairness doctrine uh that's what you tell children i think right that's uh what is the fairness doctrine uh it's a 1949 from the FCC. Yep. It was a policy that required holders of broadcast licenses both to uh, present controversial issues of public importance and to do so in a matter, uh, manner rather that fairly reflected differing viewpoints. In 49. Oh. But See, yeah, but okay. that's that, that's not a that's not a that's a doctrine. That's not a group of you know people saying it. It's, yeah. it's there's, like, there's, well, what's fair? <laughs> There's been a lot of, you know, stuff going on in, in Twitch chat during this, but I think finally I can pick out something that's pretty accurate here. All news is fake unless Twitch streamers verify. And I think that's yeah. pretty accurate. No, Twitch yeah. Twitch streamers should have all takes on anything. Absolutely. Yes. And I think at the end of the day, well, it it's, it's, a- our, it's our responsibility to confirm or deny facts that's in, correct. in news reporting, especially political and religious. That's correct. That's um, the basis of LSF. Yes. That's where all the, the younger generations get their news and their takes Notters. on life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yep. I'm glad we're on agreement. Look at that. See, people say well, politics and religion are hard. Look at yeah, that. they're Done. super easy. Look at us. Yeah. Done. You know why Great. they say there's they're no hard? They're not Twitch streamers. That's why uh, they don't That's have that. the uh, <laughs> incredible insight that uh, we do as content creators. Exactly. Our church is pretty great. I told you it's church too, and we're not yeah. fucking around. Okay. New year, new us. New next 300 episodes. Let's go. Let's get a pop. <laughs> that's the official I mean, word of the church listen Let's i already have I, I already have a religion that i that i've been trying to start for years so yeah. uh we could just take I that think, i mean the church I of Takarilla should be to burn down the Takarilla heritage well i think that's oh, probably oh, be the yes, first, yeah. the first act absolutely is we should probably just make we should erase all of them and that way they won't have their distorted thinking and we can just move on with the with the listen, proper drop frames yeah. oh have you have yeah. you heard about our Lord and Savory? 
Sure you he only has that? two commandments for you, Co. Uh, it's oh. don't be a bummer and shut the fuck up and eat a taco. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's real easy. All I hear is heresy. <laughs> Are you going to be like the the space marine equivalent for the church, Co? Is that going to be your... You have the sword, right? So. <laughs> I was going to say, I will, I will get my chainsaw. I know. And, somewhere and I, will start cardboard boxes. I will start dispensing what I like to call intelligent debate via my chainsaw. Face I, I um, think there's enough cardboard I, that you can make a suit out of it and go. Come I should. Away. I should. Yes. You'd right. be good to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, have you heard about our Lord and Savior, the Emperor? Because I'd like to go. chat with you about him. Just a, a little talk. Um, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. Say something about him. Yeah. Does that have sound effects? That's, or do you just make it, them your it own? It does, but it's only with my mouth, unfortunately. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anyway. Good talk. Video games. Video, Video games. games. Body yeah. Codec. Microsoft, Bill Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the other big things that everyone took to uh, Twitter to scream and shout about was, of course, that those bastards at Microsoft are taking our Call of Duty off of PlayStation. Uh, Phil Spencer put out a tweet, I think, the day after. Let's, let me look at the timeline. Uh, this all happened on the 18th. The tweet came out on the 20th, on Thursday. Uh, he tweeted, had good calls this week with leaders at Sony. I confirmed our intent to honor all existing, keyword, existing agreements upon acquisition of Activision Blizzard and our desire to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony is an important part of our industry, and we value our relationship. I love how he said that, and everyone heard the two words that he didn't say. We would like to honor all existing contracts for now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, the second those contracts... Um, Come to an end. It's going to be very interesting to see if those little continuations are signed there. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, that's yeah. what I was gonna. Wild. I was wondering if those if those contracts extend to being acquired. Who knows? I mean, we don't. Yeah. we don't know the fine print. But here, if if I'm Microsoft, you know what I'm doing. I'm saying Call of Duty's on Game Pass, or you can buy it for seventy bucks on PlayStation. Yeah, that's probably that's exactly right. what happens. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. That's a smart move. Yeah, that's a damn smart move. That's a brilliant Absolutely. move. I would, what it would do also is it would force, uh, first of all, we all know, like, it's really interesting because a lot of stuff that's been coming up lately is, oh, wow, that now now that they own Activision and Microsoft, like, it's time for Sony to get their own Game Pass. It's time for Sony. It's like Sony has Which they're their, working on. Sony, Sony. No, they, ha they had, like, the Sony Plus thing or whatever you can sign up for. Like, they have sure. a Game Pass type of thing. Yeah. It's just, it's not nearly as marketed. It doesn't, it's not nearly as attractive. So it's going to be interesting with all this if, especially if they start moving these large... Uh, active blizzard titles under their game pass thing we're going to see sony like be forced to expand that as well so they'll they'll have to compete essentially it's like a whole new realm that that microsoft has or that that yeah that microsoft has created that now sony is going to have to compete in if they want to stay you know caught up in it yeah so we may start seeing like sony stuff get released under their their monthly stuff and you know just get, get one up and one up and there was a uh <clears throat> um an analyst and an industry insider, Jeff Grubb, who was t having a lot of cool takes on Twitter, a lot of thought experiments. And one of them was that one of the best moves that Sony could do is to just allow Game Pass on the PlayStation. And you think then, Microsoft would let that happen, though? I think Microsoft would let that happen because Microsoft's never been a hardware company. 
they started as a software and like they've always wanted to be a software only company so why not charge an entire user base 15 dollars a month who cares what fucking platform they're playing on they're on game pass still you can control that entire ecosystem uh so why not let them have it and, and get a giant amount of new users potentially well, it would cost them a relatively large amount as well, because I mean, then you have to talk about like all of the proprietary stuff, because Microsoft owns a ton of the titles and studios that make Game Pass games now. They would then have to make those all workable on the PlayStation platform, service it, do totally. all that kind of stuff as well. So it would take a big investment, but even then, it they, that's a real kind of like flag in their cap right now, owning this service. If they were to just kind of give it to Sony, I, they would probably make them pay out the ass for totally like, like yeah. an, a huge amount and i don't know if sony would find that attractive when they already have their own service and everything it, it really depends on how well their service does uh ultimately mm -hmm. the the whatever the news i forgot the code name for it chat will chime i think it's spartacus is not not I'm being serious it's called spartacus uh <laughs> internally i think that's supposed to launch soon or over the next couple of months or something like that there was also supposed to be some news today uh out of sony where people think they're announcing like backwards compatibility for ps1 ps2 and ps3 stuff on the ps5 and i think that stream's been live as of like recording uh for about 30 minutes and i don't think they've said anything yet um that's a rumor though so we'll see what happens uh we'll probably cover that live if it does break but yeah i don't know it could be uh very interesting if that's where we're headed that game pass goes to playstation um, I could see both good things and bad things for both sides of that. Cause you're hundred percent right. Co they can't just natively run that on a PlayStation. That would also like one, the thing that, that we have to remember as consumers is that the more competition the companies have, the better it is for us. Yes. So if they started really synergizing and stuff like that, that's when you're going to start seeing the price of game pass, like start going up. Like if it were to be on both the, the, the consoles, like our nice little, what is it? ten dollars a month now would probably go up to like 2025 and then that probably the kind of thing we're at a concert. oh yeah yeah it's already coming anyway yeah but you know i the, the more the less they compete with each other the less they try to one-up each other the more we're gonna pay for it. you're 100 correct yeah um it, it, it's also another very interesting take that i read was this idea that and we did it on this show in fact we probably did it you know a week ago on this show we'll probably even do it today We've constantly talked about how great a deal Game Pass is and how like incredible that it exists and all this stuff. And now I think as the future continues to progress, we might start saying like, well, maybe too much of a good thing is a bad thing, right? <laughs> like maybe, maybe Game Pass dictating everything in the game industry is not the best thing. Maybe the entire way to be successful is to get onto Game Pass is not a good thing. Because uh, it does start to like, People will ask, is that on Game Pass? No? Oh, I'll skip that. I'll wait for something else. Uh, I, I see that conversation almost every single day in, in Twitch chat uh, with something coming out. Um, and I also see the flip side of that, right? Like uh, Warhammer 3, Total, Total War Warhammer 3, great example. It's on Game Pass. I've seen so many people excited for that game because of that very fact. Uh, and so it's going to become kind of uh, another thing on the back of the box, right? Like uh, Xbox S x playstation 5 game pass oh okay i'll grab that uh, I'll, I'll download that for my 15 dollars a month um so do you guys foresee a, a, okay zeke do you foresee an issue then with game pass being like too much of a good thing is is that a, a thought that you could see being true in the future where everything is on game pass 
Well, I think it's going to be the uh, the the Netflix model. It's going to be like Netflix was the only game in town for a while. Like everybody went to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then there was Hulu, and then there was you know HBO Max, and then there was you know Amazon Prime Video, and then that kind of stuff. So it's going to start like with a big like the Game Pass is going to be huge, and then I think like maybe they make their own shit possibly. Like Devolver, like any other studio True. that is not owned by them with a few games under their belt, like maybe they make their own shit, take them, take it out of, uh, take it out of Game Pass and put it on their own. Yeah, I'd be really interested to see what like, uh, you know, like a Devolver, I, I guess would be the best case that I could think of right now, what their thought on Game Pass is and the, and the current existing uh, product that Game Pass is like. Do they look at that as a tool to get their games out there? Do they look at it as like, no, we still want people to buy our games and not necessarily like get paid by Microsoft in a weird, whatever that, that deal looks like. Um, I don't know. I haven't really seen them like comment on any of that. And then of course there's, you know, as chat's pointing out Amazon, right? Like Amazon's trying to get a piece of this pie uh, with whatever uh, Luna, I think is what it's currently called, which is, not necessarily like a big product yet, but Amazon's got a lot of money. They're probably going to push some stuff out there and, and try to secure some some deals that get a hot game on there. Uh, I don't necessarily know if it's going to work, but we'll probably see, like you said, Zeke, a, a competition of the different services, uh, kind of like what's happened with Netflix. But I feel like Game Pass is so far ahead. And I guess maybe Netflix was, right? And now you know yeah. you have the, the giants like Disney coming in and just throwing money around trying to get as many... Uh, you know, hit shows on there so people download it, but are people subscribed? Well, I'm to just I'm just judging it. by like what I personally have paid for. Uh, like, I don't know however many years ago, like I just had Netflix, and then I was like, eh, we yeah. there's some good stuff on Hulu. I'm gonna I'll I'll, I'll get Hulu for a little bit. I'll, I'll do the I'll do the free service. Fucking commercial. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll give you twelve bucks. It was twelve bucks. But I think it was twelve bucks. Yeah, back then. I, I don't know yeah. how much it is now. And now I'm paying at least as much for streaming services as I did for cable. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely paying more. I, we we have, what, like HBO Max, Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus. Uh, and those are just the ones off the top of my head. There's a bunch of a Paramount Plus because there's like two shows to watch there um, that I need to go and actually cancel because those shows are on break now that I think about it. That's how they really make their money is when people forget, like I just did. Um, oh, yeah, Amazon Prime, Prime Video uh, is obviously one uh, that I think a lot of people just take for granted. Um, Apple TV. Apple God. TV, we're also subscribed to that. Like That's I, one show. Yeah, yeah, it's like exactly. $300 a month. Yes. Or, you know, yes. we used to complain about like $70 cable bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't. My parents. I mean, this is better. <laughs> I mean, it is better because, you know, you can watch it whenever you want and that kind of shit like yeah. cable you have to be be there like sitting down at the time to, you know check it but. yeah yeah uh co the original question was do you think xbox game pass will start to be like too much of a good thing did you do you have any thoughts on that uh i don't know it's it's interesting because there's so many different attributes of game pass that i think they're still playing with just not necessarily overtly in in front of us like for instance the big thing about game pass is that it takes away game ownership so right now we're used to having this big library of games, but I mean, it's going to start being a thing if they start limiting that based 
on, you know, like slowly over time. So all of a sudden Game Pass is only, you know, well, maybe you get game new games for a month and then they get turned off. And if you want to keep playing, you have to buy them or, you know, things like that. Or when your favorite games are just taken off completely. So there's a lot of different variables that they're going to be playing with over time and how they do that, I think would really dictate their vision for the product as a whole. Right now, it's kind of seen as a parallel system. So you have game purchasing and you have Game Pass. And the idea is that you do both. Hmm. Um, but we're kind of starting to see those lines blur when they start releasing titles onto Game Pass. Then it's like, wait a second, why would I buy games if you're just going to release them on Game Pass? So the premise now is you either buy into Game Pass or you have to spend more for the game. And they're trying to kind of like have their cake and eat it too kind of thing with their their viewer base because they're they're kind of confusing people like, should I be buying the games or do you prefer me to do it on Game Pass? And if they well, keep the doing is, both like they are, if they keep doing like, you know, a fraction of their titles are going to be Game Pass, or not a fraction, like half their titles are going to be day one Game Pass release and half their titles aren't. Right. And it's like, they're just kind of like feeding off both of those types of, of consumers. Well, I think what would solve this problem is some form of like, like non-copyable digital receipt uh-huh. for the game that you buy so that, that you could just show everybody like, I own this game. Nice. I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're on to something there, Zeke. We might be able to scam some people with that idea. They call them NFGs. NFGs, non-fungible games. Okay. I'm I'm starting to see this. We can each get a token for our purchase. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with this. I agree. I agree. Could Uh, I make it my Twitter profile picture? Can you, the question is, can you play the game? No, but you own it. <laughs> right. No, you own it, but you can't play it. That's right. The, I can't uh, play it. No, no but you do own it. You're the only it. owner of this copy of the game. So, speaking you can of, tell everybody that you own it. Speaking of NFTs, I, I'll use this to, to insert our NFT story of the week. Uh, Konami had their auction. Uh, I think this was. Oh, it happened. It happened. Um, at least the first one did. Um, oh, please don't tell me it made a lot of money. I mean, it depends what you quantify as a lot of money. Their debut auction earned over $162,000 in sales uh, this past Friday. Uh, it was 14 pieces of digital artwork based on the Castlevania games as part of the Konami Damn Memorial it. NFT collection. Um, there are That's the worst thing that could have happened because yeah. it, it cost them so little. They didn't even have to do anything. And yeah. It just made them what, what, a, a sixth of a million dollars for nothing for yeah. one franchise. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's bad. The average... Economic, that's basically the equivalent of like dropping a stake into shark infested waters for that company. Yeah, it's true. It's sold on uh, every streamer's favorite website, OpenSea. Uh, and it was the average price of around $12,000. Uh, the most expensive one was for $26,538.96, which was the Dracula's castle map from the original Castlevania game. Uh, there was another NFT in the form of three minute highlight videos edited from various Castlevania gameplay that was sold for $17,518. And an artwork of popular series, uh, entry circle of the moon sold for over $17,000. Um, and then it kind of goes in and, and talks about, uh, apparently OpenSea takes a 2.5% commission from every transaction on its site, which means that Konami could have earned over 
thousand uh, dollars from the auction. Um, yeah, they said Konami called the Castlevania Memorial NFT initiative just the quote first project it has planned with NFTs. And after huge summed, uh, sums earned from its debut auction, it's almost turned to return with further offerings. That was uh, videogameschronicle.com with that news if you want to go read more about it. NFTs! Yay. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> really awesome news. Yay. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, they, they obviously don't reveal the name of the people who bought it, right? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know like enough about what the transaction is. But isn't that well, part of it? Mostly involved knowing crypto, who bought it? Like, like knowing who owns it? By design? Is it? Yeah. Is it anonymous by design? I don't know. I, I, I crypto guess. is designed so where if you don't want to be, you know, if you don't want to be known, you will not be known. You won't be known. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can at least look who bought it, but good. it might be an anonymous name. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. No one's going to know that you bought that Dracula map. Zeke. You can track the wallet. I did not. not the name. <laughs> you shut. What? <laughs> shut up. We all know you're a big Castlevania fan. You don't have to hide it. You don't have to hide it. We're good. Yeah. Oh no! For the record, I am not. I yeah. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I I don't do crypto. I'm not a big. I don't know a huge amount about it. So maybe, maybe it is easier to lock down who these people are. I have no idea. Yeah, I, 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 I don't either. I I learned a lot about NFTs over the last couple of weeks, so I'll I'll dive into crypto a bit. And see if I can get <laughs> we'll we'll tackle crypto next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the show, yeah. It's yeah. it's the evil Kolkarnag. It's me, Kolkarnag. I'm back. <laughs> exactly uh jump back to the xbox deal there's so many different uh subjects you could really tackle we probably will over the next couple of weeks because i'm sure they will be brought up because tons of stories that could be written about this stuff uh the activision blizzard name obviously taking a hit over the past year not doing so hot in the uh realm of video game fans even non-video game fans with how big that story's gotten do you think they just start calling it like the xbox studio blizzard entertainment's world of warcraft do you think they like rebrand that or like, I don't even know what that looks like. It's kind of wild to consider that it could just be blizzard again, ultimately uh, for like overwatch two or Diablo four. Um, or do they just like not even call it blizzard? Like, has that name taken too much of a beating uh, the past year? Um, I don't necessarily know. I don't, I, I don't know the clear cut way. I guess blizzard does have such a, like it's such a well-known name in the gaming world that, even though it's gotten destroyed uh, because of all the actions that have happened to the company this past year, maybe they just keep it and drop Activision from it and, and people move forward or rebrand it as like Xbox Blizzard. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> any thoughts on you guys, what, what they do with the nomenclature for naming all of the studios that they just got under Activision I think Blizzard? They, uh, I think they uh, just changed the Z's maybe to X's. So it's Blizzard, but with, with X's. Smart. Smart. That's good. That's just off the top of the dome, though. Like, give, yeah, give me yeah. a second to think about it. Yeah, I would. I would think they're probably going to break them up, kind of like they have with all the other companies they've done. It's not Microsoft in Excel. It's not Microsoft Obsidian. You know, yeah. like they basically just buy the companies and they kind of let them do their thing under their umbrella. So I would not be surprised if it's just you know they bought these as a group, but now that they're all under the umbrella, they're going to be their their own entity. So Activision will not. I mean, unless. Of course, there may be some kind of technicalities going on the back end that we're not aware of that have to do with a purchase and how that's structured. 
Sure. But I would guess most likely they will all be seen as under the Microsoft umbrella and not have subsidiary companies. So instead of Activision or Activision Blizzard, it will just be Activision under Microsoft, Blizzard under Microsoft, King under Microsoft, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think they should do it like a gamer tag, like people were putting in chat and just like have it like XXX Activision, XXX or XXX <laughs> Blizzard. I agree. 420. 420 like, Sephiroth no scope. Yeah. Yep. There you go. That's actually uh, Codex username. So the, that's taken. You can't use that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't take that one. That's Hard great. Use. Okay. I have a question for you. Um, okay. I, I went and looked up uh, King Games Company 2021 revenue and I see all the quarter. I don't see like a full, like just one number for the full year. Billions. You add up all the quarters. Yeah. You do. Yeah. If you want like annual okay. earnings. Yeah. So if I if I looked at uh, Q1 of 2020, 2021, it was 609 million, and then you add 635, 652, and 577 for all four quarters. Uh, they made 2.47 billion. Yeah. And Activision made 2.0. So like, King is a way bigger acquisition. Oh yeah, mobile King, dude. It's mobile yeah. game. Mobile. King is one of the yeah. cash cows. It it you yep. know Candy Crush. I don't I don't play Candy Crush. I don't know what the update structure that looks like, but I know just by existing that game makes a shit ton of money. <laughs> As you just No, I know that, and that's the thing though like yeah. it, it's like you see all these games on there and only one from King. And I'm like is Candy Crush like it's worth as much as all those. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. they wish they were Candy Crush in revenue sales like well, Call kind of forced themselves because to be it with their mobile when, when when you talk about gaming and games like that they almost always put like the more entrenched stuff forward even though these days they're not as much played i feel like a lot of times with mobile games and stuff unless it's unless you have like the super dedicated crowd which is there i feel like most of the mobile crowd is much more passive like it's just something they do to kind of like spin their wheels or waste time they're not really like attached to their franchises you know so it yeah. i can totally see in something like this where they don't really include it because like you're, that's you're, why they call like, like, something there. it the cash crowd. Like it's the cash cow. It's just how they make money. Yeah. You know, so I use not touched on something the there. I have never seen anybody like almost anywhere on social media anywhere bitch about like Candy Crush. Or like say like, oh, this this version is is not as good. Like, oh, they the, the, the what like they do with all of those other games. Like all every mm -hmm. single one of those other games has millions of critics. Candy Crush is just like no one cares. Like, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and I don't know, like, uh, I don't know the business of Candy Crush. I don't know what you actually spend money on. I don't know if it's, like, more game time every Meeting. day. Uh, or if it's just, is it getting better results by, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Uh, but I do know that it was an auto install for a while, I think, on uh, on on Windows or something like that. Or maybe on battle.net. I forgot what it was. There was some sort of auto install for it. So it's been oh, on uh, your PC or on your phone. Something like that. I, I don't know. Oh, it's still auto install on Windows 10. There you go. Oh, is it? Yeah. Do I have it then? Uh it might have gotten removed out or phased out, but you could look. You could you could search your hit Windows key and type in Candy Crush. Nope. No, I don't have it. Okay. Um Yeah, chat saying you buy skips. So Skip special candies that make levels easier, extra daily plays, etc. So there you go. Yeah. Find whoever said that and get them. No. <laughs> but yeah, th there's a reason that the company was 
uh, 70 billion to acquire because i think like per quarter it was four or five billion or something like that in total earnings so they'll get their money's yeah. worth uh you know in in 10 years time they'll this will be a blip for for microsoft who already has you know it's one of the biggest companies on the planet they have a trillion dollars i think they said they had like 130 billion dollars cash on hand and this was 70 of it obviously so they they could go buy someone else uh if they really want to uh if, if that's something they're interested in but hey uh we're gonna go get uh uh this company here just take it out of petty cash just write it on the just write it on the little i have a little scrap of paper that's inside of petty cash just write it on there yeah i mean it i i it's the 23rd day of the new year right and we've already seen three giant three two giant or three giant acquisitions uh we we all talked about how much the uh what was the other company that got bought by take two the mobile company for like seven billion last week uh, zynga yes zynga yeah. yeah yeah we're probably gonna see a lot of that i i would be very surprised if like square makes it out of the year without being purchased um i could def- i could see ea I, th- I think sony and square are match made in heaven uh, i just sony hasn't pulled the gun yet i, I could definitely see them buying that um Ooh. EA could could definitely be purchased, but that's also going to be pretty expensive because FIFA just like makes so much fucking money. Uh, Who would buy EA Microsoft? You think this causes like a, a purchasing spree? Like, do you think this causes yeah. like like everybody being like, "Oh shit, Microsoft's buying everything. Get it while you can." I, yeah, I mean, I think it's a land grab situation now moving forward because, like, Co was talking about where, and even well, you, Zeke, that it's a Game Pass situation. You want to have all the con. It's a it's a war for content not necessarily anything else at this point. So another a thing is though, is I, I don't necessarily think it's going to be a, a too much of a land grab because you have to do, you have to start considering like countries stepping in and being like, okay, this is getting a little out of hand. That's like, you know, they've broke Jap- apart, uh, they, broken apart companies yeah. over, over history for this kind of stuff. So these guys, like, like if Microsoft were to just start going like buying EA and, and buying big companies, that would become an issue pretty quickly. I mean, even would, this one, even this one has garnered some people here in the United States to be like, maybe we should scrutinize this a bit more before we let it through and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. alarm bells are being rung, you know. I think, I think where that falls apart is, at least from all of the lawyers that I have seen comment on this, is the idea that the lawyers could have the case that, well, there's thousands, millions of indie companies, so there's no way that you can have a monopoly in the video game world. And like, that's a pretty strong legal case. Granted, it's pretty bullshit if you consider it, but the idea that like, there's no way they could have a monopoly because, you know, indie developers exist, uh, which I guess makes sense. But again, it's kind of crazy that that's the case as well. Um, I do think though, in terms of like, uh, I think Japan has some sort of law in place in regards to like Square Enix, where they can't be owned by a company outside of Japan. So they usually like have some, I forget the exact intricacies of it, but there's some situation like that. Um, and I don't know if like, if, if that would ever come into play, but we'll see. I, I definitely think Sony ends up getting something, right? Like you've already seen them respond in the ways that they have. Uh, one of the first things they put out, which might not be a direct response, but they put out like, here are games coming out in 2022, uh, like 48 hours later of like, we're not, we're not dead guys. Like it's fine, but we got video games coming out this year. We're going to be good. Um, so I think they definitely end up grabbing something, uh, before the, the year is up 
and Square Enix makes the most sense. I think Capcom also, uh, they're pretty in bed with Capcom. Um, that would make a lot of sense. And then I, I think uh, we'll, we'll see what, if Microsoft is, is fully done. Um, it's, it's such a massive deal that they bought Activision Blizzard. I, I can't see them going out and buying another company uh, in the next like six to eight months. That's, they already have enough to deal with ultimately <laughs> like it's such a wild thing to consider um i didn't I, realize like how close like I, I i mean i'm just i don't know if how reliable this is but i looked up uh top uh public 25 public uh, companies by game game revenues okay so according to this uh microsoft q2 2021 which yeah uh Two point nine uh, billion, and Activision Blizzard was two point one billion. So they like game revenues. They were really close. Call of Duty like, is the biggest, the one fourth, of the biggest games in the world. Yeah. No, I know, but like the fourth <laughs> gobbled up the seventh, like in the top ten. Yeah, that is that's. I didn't know it was that close. Yeah, Crazy. yeah. I mean, Activision Blizzard makes money, right? Like. Kodak's a piece of shit, but he knew how to make his investors money. And it's by pumping out as many Call of Duties as possible and then putting it on mobile and then yeah. kind of, you know, letting World of Warcraft do what it does. It wasn't making chump change. It was still like one of the highest earning games in the world month to month, even with the subscribers being down. Um, well, and just judging by just, just judging by the, the quarter two earnings of 2021, <laughs> 10 cent. Yeah could uh like it's double the next double it's double number two but it could buy like four four five and six like oh yeah like just, 10 cents massive they have buy them they you have know, unlimited like, pockets but that's what i'm saying like do you think that happens i don't know do you think 10 cents like ah microsoft hold my beer and just grabs I, I don't know, like, I don't know enough about like the business of 10 cent in the sense of would they do like, would they buy Sony? Like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, would they buy an EA? I don't know. They seem to buy like smaller. They seem to put their money in, in like smaller things that also make a fuck ton of money, if that makes sense. Um, but they, Tencent has been on a buying spree for like years at this point. I, there's almost a story every other month where they're buying some company uh or investing in some company okay so that's how that's how like because someone said 10 cent would instantly be hit with anti-compete monopoly blocks by countries if they tried to make moves for the big five and that makes sense but also it also makes sense like no we don't own these companies we, we have, have a majority stakeholder share yeah they got big shares they can run their own company yeah <laughs> no that's, hey hey it's your company it's your company yeah that's correct <laughs> So, yeah, that's crazy to me. Another thing, just a random wild thought. Uh, if you think about E3 and the fact that, like, Activision Blizzard, apart from Call of Duty, hasn't really been present there, specifically Blizzard. Think about, like, what Xbox's E3 looks like next year. Or, I guess, 2024. Is that just, like, a three- or four-hour extravaganza of, like, Dude, like, each company, each company getting their own, like, mini spotlight and yeah. show. yeah. Dude, that that's a it's no brainer. Wild. That'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be so cool if they did that. It like, would. And actually had meaningful announcements for each studio. Yeah. And and not their own event. Not even just the IP that we're seeing here. Like they own like the Sierra stuff. What if they just come out there and be like, oh yeah, we're gonna 
get some of this old We're remaking like three of your favorite ips from when <laughs> like 20 years ago yeah and, oh and man it's dude. it's even crazier when it, it, it'll be on game pass just get game Xbox pass and get these game games conference hosted by jeff Keeley as part of summer games fest yeah it's it's really wild and then the other thing too uh what happens to blizzcon right like that's a thing that exists they've kind of put it on hold because it because of covid and and obviously all the the stuff that came out over the past year but like does blizzcon keep happening do they keep making their announcements there uh does it just become more community oriented um quakecon i think still exists uh not necessarily i i don't know like attendance at quakecon but i'm assuming it's since it's still happening it's doing well um but then that's what the two like biggest gaming cons outside of pax uh every year that now microsoft has in their in their bag they could put a lot of xbox kiosk at that place and get that xbox brand everywhere around the show floor uh that seems like a pretty good deal um i guess minecon also one of the bigger ones which they also own now that i think about it so, yeah, they've got the three biggest <laughs> not that i really consider that um so there's it's just wild to me um and then you start to think about like what comes on game pass what gets added to that is value it's called does every call of duty get added to game pass does they haven't added ESO yet but does world of warcraft get somehow factored into like the mmo world or the mmo what game pass game pass takes place of the blizzard subscription to world of warcraft totally yeah you just get wow subscription if you get game pass kind of wild uh overwatch 2 suddenly looks like it's going to be a lot more successful when you factor in the fact that it's going to launch on game pass right that's a giant install base you saw that work with forza 5 where they had record setting numbers for that game uh as a franchise and so when you factor the fact that you could just play it on game pass Overwatch 2 probably do pretty well uh probably have a lot of people playing that uh diablo 4 it was an immediate thought to me and you start to, I, th I think the communities have been this like weird PoE versus Diablo. If you factor in Diablo 4s on Game Pass for, you know, for free. Dude. Fuck PoE, right? <laughs> like, but but dude, dude, give Diablo to fucking King, man, and make do what they wanted to they've do in the first place. A, they've already got a mobile coming out already with Diablo Immortals. So uh, that's what I'm saying. King can make it work, homie. Yeah, well, King can also do a lot of stuff for Xbox in terms of Xbox mobile games. Give me, they'll probably do a Halo mobile. I don't know what that looks like, but they got Call of Duty on there. Uh, they probably helped That's them out. Similar, very similar to the Big Take Two stuff that happened recently. Yeah, with Zynga. Yeah, uh, it, chats making StarCraft Three made by the AOE Age of Empire developers could happen. It, it's you know that's a thing that could exist. Uh, Arc uh what what's it called? Uh StarCraft Ghost could be made by a Bethesda studio. There's just like wild things that could occur when you start to think about how much studios they have uh and like the IP that they have. Think about any of the IP being handed to any Bethesda studio. That's just wild. Or or any Bethesda IP being handed to uh Activision studio. Uh it's really insane I mean, to consider all that. Yeah. Not saying that they should. I'm just saying they they could. <laughs> you know, you can do anything probably, now. I probably, probably say like Obsidian would probably be kind of awesome. 
Yeah. Like I, I will say like the idea of them taking, like, remember, remember the ghost project that you just mentioned, like the, the idea that you're playing a ghost like that, you know, giving that to obsidian and having them make some kind of badass CRPG where you're behind enemy lines, playing a ghost, you know, tactical turn-based stuff. Like, yeah um you know like i don't know but yeah we, we we'll have to see we'll have to see they haven't really done anything like that yet no which is interesting when when they bought obsidian and bethesda and all this stuff of course everyone went wild with speculation and things like that but we haven't really seen like there may be things that we're not thinking about that that make that kind of thing a lot more difficult but we have not seen like really almost any cross we'll call it cross studio pollination yeah. Where, you know, like one studio takes the IP or mechanics from another and just goes wild with it in their own. You aren't really seeing anything like that yet. Now, granted, it's still all been pretty new and all the companies, I'm sure, are trying to kind of prove their own voice. Because, you know, the last thing you want is to buy a bunch of companies and then have them just kind of like get lost in the din because then you just threw away money, essentially. Like Obsidian's working on Avowed and Grounded. And, you know, Inexile is working on their big new unannounced, you know, whatever they're doing IP, which is going to be big. So maybe, they, maybe they're purposely not doing that. Um, but it will be interesting to see what they do over over time. Yeah, it's chatting. It's a little early, so maybe they have to kind of establish their voices and stuff first as Microsoft companies. Yeah, and then they could maybe start doing stuff like that. I mean, two years from now at E three sounds like a pretty good time to show everything. <laughs> you don't even call it E three at that point anymore. It's just called the Xbox Game Reveal of a Palooza or something. <laughs> real talk. Real talk, I would not be surprised if we see E3 shut down completely and we'll see probably Jeff Keeley and his crew kind of move oh, in yeah. to fill the void. I think He's already started already happening. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if S, S, what is it, SGF, that was called, just becomes E3. Yeah. I, I think uh, E3 is, the only reason I use E3 is because it's ingrained in my brain of like, that's the summer event. Oh, yeah. Um, but for decades it was. Yeah. That was, yeah. That, was, that was the thing. E3 was the thing for decades. How about was, this? I got the name. Ready? Oh yeah. X, X Games. There you go. That's it. They could buy the X Games and then do a game, revitalize that brand. Don't you like how it ring, like if rolls out the tongue X Games? It's it's almost it, as if I've heard of it before. It does really well. It does really it well. Does. Uh, yeah. There's there's been some E3 rumors. Uh, the they announced that it will be a digital only event this year, and then uh, this past week there was also some rumor floating around that they were just going to flat out cancel the entire like e3 whatever that is uh whatever their show is um and to be honest uh if you go look at the announcement right around e3 saying they're going to go digital keely also said summer game fest will be back and i think that got more traction on social media and so that kind of shows you <laughs> wouldn't be surprised dude where uh i know i'm much more excited for it yeah same so, e3 yeah. last year was a joke because we couldn't watch it so like we couldn't go straight with it. Uh, why that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see what so, happens. Uh, there's been a, a lot of speculation about, you know, not a speculation, but like a lot of hopes. Like maybe they'll revise or not revise, revive. Yeah. Like some of the the old series that we want to see back. Do you now? Do you think that they will do that, or is that just a pipe dream? Phil Spencer's already been out there saying that they want to, that it's something he's interested in. Co-mentioned Hexen. That's a name that Phil mentioned in an interview was Hexen. Yeah. Um, There's a couple others that I think he mentioned in that same interview. Um, and I think, you know, I think if you're Microsoft, you have Game Pass, you want to put as much stuff on there as possible. And if you have people that are passionate about making those games, that seems like something Phil would be inclined to do to say, hey, 
take this IP and go make a game. We'll put on Game Pass and, you know, a million people will play it because it's on Game Pass. Um, and if it doesn't take, you know, if it's not a five-year deal, if it's uh, something along or akin to the games of the, the year when they came out, something like Sierra, um, any of the Sierra IP, then yeah, that, that has a giant amount of nostalgia for, uh, you know, people like us who played those games growing up. So why not play whatever the next Sierra IP game is on Game Pass when you can just download it? Um, that, that's adding value to what Game Pass is, which I think is kind of the end goal um, for, uh, for Spencer and, and for Xbox at the end of the day. Um, a question I think w would be interesting is like, what IP do you think should be brought back or, or what do you want to see kind of get that well, sort of treatment? And I don't know. I actually looked, so up, many. I looked up the top 10. <clears throat> well, top 10, you know, according to IGN. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, and this, oh, I guess I did IGN Southeast Asia for some reason. I don't know why I did that. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, Geometry Wars, which I've never played or heard of. I guess what? maybe I've heard of. Geometry Wars is massive. It's like one of the first big Xbox Arcade success stories. Never played it, I guess. Wild. Um, King's Quest, Base Quest, Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero, he mentioned that. Blackthorn. Yeah, it's a really old school uh, NES old or school. Super SNES. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was very, it was awesome. very gritty. Guy walking around with a shotgun, kind of in a, in a yeah. dark side scroller game. Yeah, very good. It's like a pistol shotgun mix, according to like yeah, the box art. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, the Lost Vikings. Yep, that's a Blizzard. Blizzard game. Oh yeah, the puzzle game, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think most people know that as like a WoW reference these days because there were so many little WoW references to it. Yeah, it's uh, they were last seen as playable characters in Heroes of the Storm, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> um true crime which i which th that one i know that one i played hmm. um pitfall yeah oh wow the big the big one though i think this this one tony hawk yeah i mean tony hawk could get definitely get a totally reboot spyro i think also uh thrown into the mix or a there. continuation yeah i think more more tony hawk more spyro for sure those are those are things that probably get made um how did that tony hawk remastered do did it sell crazy amounts that was fun i thought the game was know. awesome yeah i just don't know what it sold That's i funny. don't know how it could have sold that much because it's missing some of the best fucking songs <laughs> uh according to the first 10 days it sold 1 million units so it did very good uh nice. very nice yeah, that that I will you will probably see another one of those without doubt. And that that the remaster they did was uh, great. I think Code and I both did sponsored streams for that, and then even after that, I went back and played it off stream. I, I did. I did. I cleared, unlocked every map. Yeah, yeah. that was great. I had, great I, I had to figure out how to play that game again because uh, <laughs> it's there's a little bit of a learning curve uh, to like continue the tricks and whatnot. But yeah. I think we definitely see another one of those, Zeke, without question. Um, I, I I would hope StarCraft as well. Uh, you know, it's not necessarily a, like a dead IP, but I've, I'm a sucker for StarCraft, so give me a StarCraft 3 in some form. Uh, I'd probably check that out. 
I'd probably play that. I just, uh, depends on how well Age of Empires sold, right? Like, if that team works on StarCraft with the folks at Blizzard as well, that could be something cool. Something to see. Uh, one of the sites mentioned X-Men Legends. I don't remember this one. Was that the Game Gear game? Uh, I don't know. Oh, no, that came out in 2004. That was on a, that was the PlayStation 2 game. It was like a... Uh, I'm looking at... ARPG. Yeah, it was like an ARPG. Yeah. Okay. That huh. would probably be a mobile game now. They also, I don't think, have the... Uh, uh. I don't know like how that works. The license from Marvel probably is not necessarily valid or whatever anymore. <laughs> that That's the, the one thing. That, one of my favorite... One of my favorite like memes to come out of this was the um uh the green goblin or hobgoblin or whatever where it was like sony's reaction to this and it's like all i have left is, is spider-man spider-man <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> you're not wrong <laughs> they will make a lot of money on that yeah um so yeah we'll we'll you know there will be news i'm sure coming out from all that stuff over the next couple of uh weeks months and years we'll, we'll definitely be covering it uh whenever someone has a uh, a cool take or uh spencer gets out there doing more interviews as i'm sure he will um well we'd love to have him on the show again but in a <laughs> lot of ways i feel like phil's kind of like leveled up i i don't know he's like uh, if he was whatever he was when he was on the show i feel like he's a different person now he, in the he, game industry he, poke, he pokemon evolved yeah. Now, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like Phil Spencer now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He's too. No, no. He's, he's too full big of a Spencer. Deal. Full Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Full Spencer. Yeah. Right. He's. I mean, it's wild. It's wild to see to see what he's uh, the past week or so. Uh, all the different shows that he was on and all that stuff. Um, he was on like the CNBC Squawk Box or whatever. He was there with the Mad Money guy. Phil Spencer and the Mad Money guy were like talking to one another on, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Kramer? Yeah, yeah, Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And Bobby Kodak was also there in uh, in studio, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this is a wild situation. Absolutely insane. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get him on the show and talk to him, but I think he's a little busy at the moment, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, man. Uh, a little bit of news outside of that uh dark souls 3 had some major issues this past week oh yeah i heard about that yeah yeah they uh they came out seven hours ago this morning uh at 5 21 a.m and tweeted that they are shutting down the servers immediately uh due to an ongoing pc issue and essentially what happened was that it was a vulnerability that allowed for remote code execution uh that apparently from from my understanding it was a uh an RCE, a remote code execution that had been known about, like the person that found it sent it to them like months ago and they didn't respond or care or anything like that. And I think it blew up this past week because it happened to a streamer where he was playing Dark Souls 3. Someone invaded him online and then ran a text-to-speech executable on his stream that basically was just saying what you would expect it to say and like shitting on the streamer and all this shit, he couldn't do anything about it. He just like had to let it happen. Uh, <laughs> there was nothing he could do. 
because it was you know the person that invaded him was doing this type of shit so that's why they took the um they took the servers down because that's a pretty major deal that they were able to run whatever the fuck they wanted on the machine they could have done a lot more nefarious stuff than that um but it's down i can't believe it it, it, mods was uh that mods was playing it uh, dark souls 3 this past week and it didn't happen to him which is kind of wild i don't know the streamer that happened do what it was just playing offline oh you might be right yeah this chat probably told him yeah yeah uh so that's that got shut down uh thankfully this morning uh obviously not the best timing with elden ring about a month (laughs) out uh (laughs) i bet you most streamers will be playing offline from fear of that um we'll see if they like come out with any statement uh prior to launch or if they even make mention of it uh, unlike the elden ring social or anything uh monster hunter rise surpassed 8 million units globally this past week it's obviously doing very well on the pc release uh congrats to the old capcom uh i should have uh, lumped this in with the activision news uh the raven software qa department the testers over there formed their uh formed the first ever union in big budget video game industry uh in in na in north america yes um let me find the name of their group because i forgot the games worker alliance union was the name of it uh the group is comprised of 34 quality assurance testers at activision's uh raven software uh they're the team responsible for ensuring new content for call of duty games run smoothly and without errors it's part of the communication workers of america which is the largest union in the media industry uh bloomberg you just imagine activision's board of directors uh sure y'all Not our sure. Problem. yeah go ahead we don't care <laughs> have fun with that one microsoft uh sure y'all do what you want yeah. okay yeah how about we put it into motion in 2024 yeah okay <laughs> have fun yeah <laughs> yeah it's it'll be interesting uh first off that's awesome this is great news i, I hope it's the first of many in north america um It'll be very interesting to see over the next couple of years if the relationship that Spencer has to the gaming industry changes at all when people start to go, hey, Phil, why the fuck is this stuff not happening, right? Like, this is on you now. Uh, Why aren't you allowing X, Y, or Z to occur? Um, Because he's going to be the face of all that. Um, So I'm curious to see how that goes down, right? Like, if, if something doesn't go the way that Twitter wants it to, whichever way that is, that's the face now in a lot of ways. Um, I think you already saw that happen with uh, with him not, uh, Microsoft or Spencer not explicitly stating that uh, Kodak is out. Everyone's like, well, fuck Phil Spencer. He's part of the problem now, right? Like he's no longer the solution. He's the main reason that this guy still has a job, which not necessarily the case, but Twitter is same thing Twitter. He said the stuff about PlayStation. Do what? And he was like that same thing with the PlayStation announcements. Yes. He was like, "We will, we will honor all existing stuff." They were like, "Oh, we didn't say forever. We didn't say forever." Right, Phil, you piece of <laughs> you son of a <laughs> Phil. Yes, jerk. So you we'll see how that changes. I picture like a call, like immediately, like this is this call has already happened between Phil and Bobby. It feels like Bobby, Phil, uh. You know we gotta fire you or something, right? He's like, yeah, I know. And I, they probably like worked it out from there. They're probably like, of like, but like it's not like 
You know, it's like, I wonder if Bobby would be the kind of guy who'd be like, you got to make it look good, though. You got you to, <laughs> oh. you know. Well, what probably will happen is the conversation was probably like, you can't mention any of that, the sex stuff. That has nothing to do with me, okay? Yeah. I'm leaving because I did what I did for the investors, and that's it. Don't mention any of these allegations. That's not going to be in the story. Uh, dude, the the idea that the that these guys, where their reputation is everything to them, and they have literally billions of dollars, the idea that they wouldn't do every single thing in their power to control this narrative, yeah, um, and make it so everyone comes out looking as good as they possibly can, like, yeah, it's it'd be crazier not to think that was going on. Yeah, um, I'm I'm sure they. And you also got to think this is a massive deal. Like this was probably going on. Well before all of the sexual scandal stuff came out, like this has probably been in talks for a very long time. So when all this stuff hit in their mind, it wasn't like, oh, you know, this is a huge issue. For them, it was like, okay, cool, speed bump. How are we going to deal with it? How are we going to? Ha- how is this going to work with the stuff that we already have going on? What can we do to leverage this to our advantage? Yeah, like it's all it's all business to them. Yep, yep. I mean, when the stock was dropping, they were probably like, oh, this is. Okay. That is saying that the deal was only after that recently. I mean, that's, that's, I, I think there were reports of that. I think the conversation started right around the time that that stuff started to come out and then it blew up and it made them second guess it. But that seems kind of quick for a $70 billion deal. That's I, I wonder who leaked that to the media. I wonder who leaked to them that that was how how long the deal has been going on. (laughs) Saying I, okay chat (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong yeah sure someone brought it up in my chat that like uh i've seen it like he gets 300 million severance give or take whatever and he's worth his parachute is what you're talking about yeah whatever yeah yeah and it's like uh he's worth 600 and something million so he will be in the tres comas yes after this like that club yeah (laughs) he'll be drinking that tequila Conveniently, <laughs> yeah. Just bump him right up into the B. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He'll be doing just fine. And he was again, already doing just fine. He, are, he already for the past twenty years he's been doing great. Yeah. I think you could uh, all agree that <laughs> that's the case. Uh, that's a Silicon hey, Silicon Valley reference, by yes. the way, in case you're wondering. Big, <laughs> big companies doing shady stuff behind the scenes is not conspiracy. I think we can all pretty much come to agreement that that goes on all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, even if nothing was officially done until November, the idea that these guys weren't talking about this for years in advance, even if it was just casually between the higher ups of the company, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that happens. I mean, that's that's normal. You don't know. Like, there's nothing conspiracy about that. Yeah. Like, it's not like. Everyone woke up one day and was like, okay, today's the day. Let's talk about it. Let's go. Like, okay, let's get everything on the table right now. Let's do it. Like, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, E3 is an industry event for a reason, right? Like conversations take place there at parties over drinks that uh, mm-hmm. can't happen in a boardroom. So that's why you see everyone flock to E3 because being a part of that conversation is a good place to be for a business, especially in the video game industry. Um and that's, you know, that's a whole different story, but that's maybe where I think E3 continues to exist in some form because at the moment, Keeley can't replicate that. Um, so, yeah. We'll it's see. almost like a, the, the more, the, 
where E3 was starting to kind of make that environment more accessible. If anything, now with everything that's been going on, it's just going to shrink. It's going to retreat into becoming, you know, just the higher of the higher ups. Yeah. That then set up their own little private events. And, you know, the E3 we know of is, is absolutely still going on just between the upper echelons instead of the one that's public facing towards the consumer, which right. is kind of what E3 was. So, yeah. yeah. Kind wrong. of unfortunate. You're not wrong. You're not wrong I'm about that. Uh, that's kind of it in terms of the news. Uh, obviously, a bunch of different stuff. The marketing has started for uh, Horizon. They put out a story trailer. They put out a voice cast trailer. Uh, that game's looking incredible. Um, did you guys see the voice cast trailer at all? Do you see mm-hmm. Carrie Ann Moss is a part I'm of that I'm on Blackout game? myself. Okay. Carrie Ann Moss is in that game. Uh, you might know her as Trinity from oh. <laughs> Matrix. <laughs> I won't say who or what she is because kind of a cool reveal, but yeah, it's in that trailer if you want to see at the very end. Um, But it is, I wouldn't say it's a spoiler, but it's definitely a what the fuck type moment. So if you want to save that for the actual playthrough, don't watch that trailer. Both the uh, voice actor announcement trailer and the story trailer they put out. Uh, But that game's looking very good. There was also this report, it doesn't have too much weight to it, um, but a man by the name of Tom Henderson, who is somewhat of an insider, says that uh, EA is reportedly very disappointed with how Battlefield 2042 has performed and is, quote, looking at all the options when it comes to the title. This is including looking at free-to-play in some capacity. Uh, he wrote, I'll have more on this tomorrow, and then followed that conversation up, I think, the next day, saying, uh, give me a little bit more time on this. I'm consulting analysts, lawyers, and developers, and it's taking a bit of time to put it all together. I want to provide answers instead of questions. Twitter, of course, ran with that and said, yeah, fuck 2042. <laughs> that became a much bigger story than I think this person ever actually envisioned. But yeah, 2042 is not doing great. I think the overall Steam um, user base was like lower than Battlefield 5, which was the game that came out a long time ago. And so sad. Not looking so great for old 2042. So yeah. Uh, but I think that's it. Do you guys have any other small tidbits? Any news you want to throw in here? Zeke? Yeah, that more than covers everything. Uh, maybe someone can tell me what the fuck happened with Aaron Rodgers because I just see his name everywhere. Uh, I think Green Bay lost yesterday. Okay. Yeah. And so and that, that was gone. it? Yeah, because uh, he's also like pretty anti-vax, and so Twitter loves to run with that. Uh, oh, okay. Never mind then. I don't... I, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I just saw that graphic of like everybody uh, rushing to dogpile on Aaron Rodgers, and it was the scene from Avengers where like all the portals are open and like everybody's coming in. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. He's kind of a kind of a dick. I think also like the NFL announced that they're no longer doing. It's a whole COVID situation where they announced they're no longer doing COVID testing, so that like no one tests positive prior to the fucking Super Bowl. Uh, They can't play. Uh, ah. Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of that stuff. But okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, you guys want to take a break? We'll come back and talk about everything uh, you guys have been playing. Zeke's been doing CD Ramathon. That's continued. Co's been playing a bunch of stuff. He played uh, Expeditions Rome as well, Mm -hmm. uh, which I'm curious to. Yeah. Uh, So we'll do that. We'll take a break. We'll get off of this scene and start the intro again. That last, (laughs) that's the longest that's ever happened because I never swapped from the alt scene to fucking up let's read the news anyways welcome to the show here uh some call this church too and uh we're gonna take a break we'll see you guys in just a bit
Welcome back, going into the second half here of Drop Frames. I missed one important news story, Zeke. This is for you. Uh-oh. Share about what okay. happened in the Italian Senate. It, this sounds like a joke. No, I did not. No. No, it's very serious. Oh. They yeah, went okay. to show a right. video in the Italian Senate uh, this past week. Well, before now, we talk about it, do you have a clip? Maybe you can show the stream. Yeah, let me just pull up the clip. I'm not. I mean, I could pull up the clip if you would like, but we'd all take a three-day ban probably. Uh, okay. Went to play a video. I don't know what the Senate meeting was supposed to be about, uh, but what played was a Rule 34 video of Tifa from Final Fantasy VII. Uh, having a fun time is what we'll say. Um, and potentially the best oh, part... Oh, I see why you wanted to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, potentially the best part about the whole situation was that it didn't just show for like one second. They didn't know how to stop it. And so it played for about 30 they turned off the video portion of it. They didn't know how to stop the audio portion. That kept going for like a... <laughs> <laughs> and it was... Uh... Yeah. Uh, apparently the meeting was on data transparency, according to my chat. I don't know if that's a joke or if that's actually real, but I'll, I'll accept both. Um, yeah. Pretty did, good. Pretty did, good stuff. Well, did, did she pull off her ultimate at least? <laughs> Uh, did you get her limit break? I think a limit break definitely occurred, uh, in the video. <clears throat> uh, the polygon headline was final fantasy rule 34 vid smut shocks at Italy. Surprising artist. <laughs> the headlines are, uh, IGN wrote, uh, final fantasy pornography interrupts the Italian Senate meeting. Uh, <laughs> just insane stuff. Surprising the artist, but no one else. No one else. Yeah, no one else was surprised at all. The Italians are so there was so nonplussed about it. They're like, yeah. what is this? Yeah. Uh so yeah, the video's floating around on Twitter if you want to go check that out. If you have an urge. Yeah, if you have an urge. So pretty I'm gonna write something down that's unrelated. <laughs> pretty stupid shit that to occur but hey it happened so we should probably cover it let's talk about games you guys have been playing co what's been going on with you what do you want to talk about you've been uh kind of uh, bouncing around here I, th I think we're in the january drought as the streamers say uh but you've been playing some some new games some old games a little bit of a little bit of this a yeah. little bit of that what uh, all over the place man i have had like it's i i don't have droughts because i have a massive backlog um of of stuff that i've said i'm going to play or want to play and and this is definitely one of the times that i've been filling that in so uh we've been doing expedition rome uh we finished up our deus ex newer franchise playthrough did the human revolution mankind divided that's all finished up just finished prey 2017 that was awesome playing project zomboid for the first time it, basically since it came out i played that for a little bit when it came out and i'm doing that in the evenings we'll be starting up elix one soon and you, then also Shadow Warrior 1 and 2, because they third. leaked slash hinted that Shadow Warrior 3 is actually going to be coming out March 1st, potentially. Yeah. So that's kind of huge, you considering they have not with the, that yet. Yeah. What's that, Zane? Can you start with Project Zomboid? Because I've, I've, I've seen that, like, people playing it all over the place, and I, I, I'm not, like, I'm not hip to that, to that game. Yeah, so. Project Zomboid is it's a survival game at heart. And it's been it's been in development for a long time. I don't think it's actually out yet. I think it's still early access. Oh, but okay. it is okay. one of the more it's it's like the rim world of zombie survival game. 
where just so many crazy random things can happen and there's tons and tons of interactions and things you can do um there's like a whole like progression the world goes through as you're playing through it it is it is one of those games it's very daunting to learn but as you learn the basics everything else just kind of like starts falling into place a little bit more so i started up a playthrough two days ago in the evening played for about two and a half hours and then i played last night too for about an hour and a half and i haven't died yet uh which apparently is weird um i've almost died a bunch of times i i've been bitten by zombies gotten infected not with the zombie infection um, accidentally left an oven on, woke up to the house on fire, <laughs> ran out on fire, still dealing with that. Um, but it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been really cool learning. Chat's been very helpful and, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a thing, but I'm sure I will die tonight. I'm playing it tonight too. And, um, I'm, I'm due to die any minute now. <laughs> Are there difficulty settings in the game? Um, there, there, it's a very sandbox game. So there, there oh. are different maps and, and things you can do to make it more difficult. There's a lot of customization in terms of how you can run the world and what rules you use in it. So I think mine is relatively benign okay. overall. So, yeah. It looks like an old game. Like old. It old. does. Like, it, it looks, like it's kind of like how years old, old. old game. It's, it's similar. The, the graphics and yeah. stuff are, it's been in development for a long time, first of all. Um, but it's, it's not a game that's looked to it's not a game designed to look pretty it's more designed to like function well and and quickly sure. and everything kind of works together so it does look old the graphics are by no means like that great but it everything kind of works and, and the gameplay is really solid is is there like i a... I, th I would feel like it would get annoying the, the shadows just constantly moving like i get the line of sight thing i totally understand that but just having it like be constantly changing as you're moving because you're only looking where your character is you start to kind of it i i admit when i watched the game i kind of felt the same way but when you start playing it your eyes start naturally going where wherever you can only see so it becomes like less and less of an issue but i agree it does it looked the whole game looked a little weird to me before i played it um but it, it's actually a lot of fun and it's been really cool are you uh, going to check out the multiplayer stuff? I know that's why it had somewhat of a bigger boom on Twitch the past month or so. Maybe at some point. I honestly was expecting to be dead multiple times at, <laughs> at this rate. So I, I'm still kind of like figuring out what I'm going to do with that. I am starting up Elix most likely tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to play that in, the, in my cozy section, um, which is something I was kind of planning on doing. So I'm, I'm just going to feel it out right now. Yeah. Do you know? It's not like 1.0 yet. So it's the kind of thing I could return to later too. Uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, like, I know one of the things uh, I've watched a friend of the show and, and frequent guest, guest Strippin. He's been playing a lot of the multiplayer stuff, and they've like set up a base of operations, and they have like cars that uh, caravans that they go out and like do whatever they want to do task wise, and then kind of circle back. Is there like base building, or do you just take over a building and then modify it so zombies can't get in type deal? Like, how how does that all work? So there is absolutely base building. There's a whole, there's a huge amount of skill lines, probably at 30 plus um, from what I saw on the big list. Okay. And one of those is carpentry. So from what oh. I understand, the way the game works is that the world basically is ending whenever you start your game. And as time goes on, you start by just surviving, but eventually like the power goes out, the water goes out, like all the things that, that you know, you, I'm living off of right now, essentially in my game, eventually that all that kind of disappears. Oh. And when that starts happening, you have to start like making your own <laughs> situations, like setting up rain catchers, 
building walls, building farms, your own your own houses and stuff like that. You can see I'm in a lumberyard right now. Tons of resources there. Um, but no, the, the the end game, from what I understand, is is basically like rebuilding. Yeah, got it. How much of like what like this lumber right here? Could you walk over and just be like, I'm going to pick up some of this lumber and put it in your inventory? Is that absolutely okay? That's you how can it works. go and pick up planks and you can carry okay. that around. You do have a pretty stringent weight limit. Yeah. So like, I would not be able to hold a lot of that stuff. Um, but you know, it's it's as you can. I think you can get better at carrying things. Um, you can carry a high weight limit, but you just like risk injuries and things of that nature. But yeah, you can, you can, you can get cars eventually. And I'm, I'm assuming you can like load them up and things like that. So yeah. there's, there's different ways to get materials, you know, different areas. Would you say there's much of a, um, like scare factor in the game? Like do the zombies come around be. corners and scare the shit out of you? <laughs> Pop up out of Absolutely. nowhere. If you go into a, a house that you can't see all the areas and you go in and there's a zombie like right next to you when it starts, there are crescendos. So like you'll open a door and a zombie will be there and it'll be like, you know, oh, like, on a like audio kind case. of thing. Nice. So yeah, there, there definitely, there, there's definitely um, times when, you know, you run into a forest and you can barely see anyway. You come into a clearing, there's just like five zombies bearing down on you. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. They look like they're pretty like outrunnable though, right? Um, yes. In most cases. I saw you like get, get, like go through like a dozen of them. I mean, you had a pretty wide gap in us, but they started chasing you and, and then they kind of like fell off pretty quick. The thing is, is they'll keep chasing you if you don't break line of sight. And also your character for lots of different reasons can slow down. You can get exhausted. You can have injuries okay. that slow you down. So there's like, there's all sorts of things that will make it untenable to just run around forever. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, well, you mentioned the end game. Uh, what was the end game again? Like, was it end game is basically like, just survive as long as possible? Yeah. Yeah. There's not really like a goal. You can set your own goals, of course. Okay. Um, but I, there's not really there's a, not like a, a rocket to the moon or anything. No, no, we're not. Okay. We're not building the rocket to the moon. It, there's uh, okay. it's very much. Although I think there are some scenarios that you can pick that have like more pre predefined uh, variables. Uh, the the more the more common thing that I've seen is like just the sandbox mode. Okay. Uh, it says at the beginning. Any... It's very it's very big about this. It says at the beginning like this is the story of your death. This is how oh, you no. die. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, is there any uh, sort of like running story or anything like that? Or is it like just completely up to you? Like little tidbits of information or anything lying around? About which one? I, you, I dropped out at the beginning. Oh, about like story. Just, just, yeah, like oh, newspaper story. clippings or Stories. like, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, there's little bits. There are, there are like TV shows that, that can give you a little bit of hint about what's going on and, and things like that. But there's, it is by no means a lore game. Um, mm -hmm. there, there, there's like little tiny things here and there, but the game is very much based on surviving. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. $20 seems like a good price. Uh, buy oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like there's, if you, if you like this hours kind of game, of you can content. Get, you get hours and hours and hours and hours out of this game. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. um absolutely one other thing uh are there any uh like boss fights like that kind of thing i haven't seen any okay i've not seen it there's not I don't, like I don't super know. zombies or anything yeah keep in mind i played like four hours and this is a game that you can have hundred to multi-hundred hour just single runs let alone dying a bunch sure. so i have i definitely have not seen a lot of it but i everything i've seen so far has basically been the same kind of zombie nice yeah cool. Cool. uh valron and chat says uh Day nine started a zomboid game. 
where he apparently spent 15 minutes on character creation and then died three seconds in because he spawned on top of a zombie inside of a house right back to character creation so it seems like death is around any corner in that game uh don't spend too long in character creation did he uninstall the game like i would have <laughs> i'm sure he kept trucking on I'm, I'm not exactly sure but yeah um another... i would have hated this game forever after after that just 15 <laughs> minutes i've been like fuck this game forever <laughs> i know uh i mentioned stripping they did like a full-on rp server because i think it has like proximity voice or something like that when you play multiplayer um and so they i don't know how many people they had eight uh, 16 something like that on the server um and they rp'd the whole thing out and did pretty well um but then eventually i think they just decided to like restart uh once they it seems like the type of game where once you kind of know what you're doing you set up goals for the next run uh to make sure you go and do that from what i've seen uh at least first so you're not you know the power or whatever doesn't start to go out and you have no of whatever resource you're supposed to have at that point. seems kind of like learning is, is one of the core goals, uh, each run. So. Yep. Well, I can only relate it to like other sort of like open world survival, no story kind of games that I've played that, which is very, very little. And I'm just trying to think of the things that pulled me back or kept me playing them. Like, like, uh, the last one in memory is Valheim. Like I could, uh, there's always something to work towards like i i could get better better armor and stuff like that but also there were like you know boss fights you know different areas to go to you know fight yeah. bigger creatures and it just seems like i don't know if it would be for me because it's just zombies yeah no like special zombies it is still <laughs> early access it might be something they decide True. to do True. And that's fine that's yeah. fine yeah i i think it's uh, from what i've seen and, and coke and clarify this or add to it but it seems like they're focusing on the idea of the apocalypse sucking enough with zombies just existing in general that they don't yeah. need like a spitter or an exploder sure. or whatever a boomer or whatever sure. uh and so that's kind of what they're going for but who knows? Also, also, like it bears mentioning that i've seen this many times in chat that they're the mod community for this is enormous yeah so like if you want something i'm sure someone could has modded it in or will mod it in mm -hmm. yeah that's cool yep cool stuff uh is that only on steam that's all i saw it on. i don't know if it's on any other can you buy it through the website i don't know i have my no it just too. says buy on steam uh 15.49 euros i think or 20 bucks 20 usd so cool uh well We'll GOG 2. Do up. Oh, it's on GOG? GOG as well. Awesome. Okay. Cool, cool. Zeke, what's going on with you? What You mentioned the game that you were playing. King, you said King's Quest? I thought you had played King's Quest in the past. Am I? Space Quest. Oh, you played Space Quest. Okay. All right. Yes, I played Space. I've uh, played Space Quest 4, Roger Wilco, and the Time Rippers <laughs> was the first uh, quest game. Okay. that i had ever played uh and then i played and now i'm playing uh king's quest four or excuse me six turn it around ivvi oh, 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 oh. Okay. <laughs> there's six i always i always want to say four but it's six because yeah um but yeah this is my first time ever playing a king's quest game i actually watched uh my my, my girl class katie play like one of the first ones with like the like Atari style graphics, like old oldie like floppy disk. She wasn't playing it on floppy disk, but 
she was playing it, and I was like, what is this? She's like, oh, it's King's Quest. One of the first games I ever played, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hmm, people have mentioned that to me before. And then uh, most of the games I play on CD-ROMathon, people, most if not all, uh, are games that people send me. Like, they find them somewhere, and they're like, oh, shit, I have this game. I'll send it to you. So all the games that I've, or most of the games that I've played are, are sent to me. So someone sent this to me, sent me King's Quest Six and Seven, um, and I was like, all right, you guys voted for it. I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. I'll take a look at it. And I was, I was ex- fully expecting it to be, like, a regular, you know, average point-and-click game. Um, and while it is, like, everything you expect from a point-and-click, it's it's got something special to it uh, that some other uh, point clicks that I play don't have. It's got a it's got a personality. It's got a sense of humor. It's got a great voice acting, like excellent voice acting. Um, it's got a little bit of of absurdity to it. Um, I haven't encountered a shitload of moon logic. There's been a couple of leaps in logic that I've had to make, but it's it's not like re, uh, um, ring world level of of like you gotta fill a snake up snake up with manure and put a gem in its mouth or something like that nothing like that <laughs> just a couple of of leaps of logic and if you like if you're like an, a, a fucking moon logic apologist like i get i get a lot of those in chats like oh it makes sense if you think about it it oh, makes like sure sure I, it does okay I, I want to butt in here i had my first isp apologist yesterday or two days ago in my check because my internet was shitting out and they were like you know it's really hard for these isps to get <laughs> and i wanted to be i was like this but are you fucking serious talk about <laughs> devil's advocate dude yeah. i was like wow. you're you're apologizing for the most evil people in the world get the fuck out <laughs> of here <laughs> anyway sorry <laughs> you, you triggered a i guess that was a very traumatic moment for me because <laughs> no, you said I get, that dude, i, was like, I oh, get God. that man that's right <laughs> i absolutely get that it's like well of course you'd give the mint to the blah blah, blah because like they said earlier that he you know his tongue needed some cooling or something like jesus <laughs> christ man. yeah i get it but fuck you <laughs> also um the the thing that really that that I did not I have not experienced in a because I played quite a few Sierra games a lot of LucasArts games a lot of point and clicks over the years now and King's Quest is the worst uh vi- or not violator worst offender of the uh fuck you deal with it kind of attitude of uh, you better have multiple save files. Oh, you save oh. a, you better save a lot you because you will really? get all the way to the end of something like just picture a labyrinth and you've made your way all the way to the end of the labyrinth and you didn't pick up one item on the way there fuck you you're <laughs> soft locked you have to reset and you better hope you have have a save before you enter the labyrinth because if you didn't guess what asshole you got to start the game over again like that type of shit. Yeah. Oh, that's, wow. that's, and people were like, "That's Sierra all over." I'm like, "Man, I've never experienced it, like something like that," because I mean, thankfully, I'm I'm definitely true. definitely hip to like point and click games and stuff like that. So, I mean, you saw like the screen previous, like all those squares; those were all different save files. Like, yeah, I'm I know to save many times and in many different like files. 
shit like that. So I knew that. I mean, I didn't end up losing a bunch of time, but I just pictured like, I, I just did like a hypothetical, like, so if I went here and I didn't have this one thing because I didn't hit this one screen and I got to the end of this and I didn't have it, I would have to go back. And everybody was like, I was like, that is, that's cruel. That's just cruel. That's just mean-spirited, dude. Yeah. Like, there's, well, they, uh, because well, one particular part, they lock you in a place. Oh, they yeah. They lock you in a labyrinth. And there's no, you can't get out. The only way out is, is to beat the labyrinth. Mm. And that's the thing, like, if you don't have, like, you can get soft-locked in there by not having, like, you have to have three particular items that you can miss before you go into that fucking place. And that just seemed like, it was like, that can't be the case. And they're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, that's the case. Can, can you imagine being in a situation where you spend like hours and hours and hours trying to puzzle your way out of there and you just don't have what you need? It's just not an answer. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're trying like every single thing, pixel hunting everywhere there is. That's where you there. hit up GameFAQs right there back in the day. I guess, oh yeah, I guess or call gotta, the number. Yeah, or the number, right? You called it the. Did it yeah. have a, a tip line? Oh, you bet it did. Yeah, and that's what we we discussed that too. Like, I bet you, I bet you they did that on purpose because the tip line is uh, seventy five cents a minute. And if you want to dial them up, uh, I go ahead one nine hundred. If your cell phone allows nine hundred, this numbers. is actually Mine the doesn't. Spencer's new number right here. One nine hundred three seven zero five five eight three. If you want to dial up that number for a hints for Sierra hints game from nineteen ninety number, I'm gonna be like, "Hey, baby, thanks for calling." <laughs> yeah, that's Spencer. Straight that's, up, that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was yeah, seventy five cents a minute, and you like that adds fucking up. Like, it's, it's uh, maybe that's why they did it. Maybe they did it so they could sell more uh, guides to their game. They did that too. Probably, lots, yeah. Lots those were all our guides. If you went to a uh, Babbage's or Electronics Boutique or whatever, right next to the game back in the day was the giant, massive, thick fucking guide that you would always buy. Which honestly, had some pretty cool art. that's where I got mine. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah Prima guides. Although Prima guides were a little bit later. Those those started to be like when when uh, guides went to what, what was it? Guides became like too known. I guess Prima took over. That was all the rage. Before that, it was usually like official, like by the company type guides that they would put out for this type of stuff. Or you just they had get 24 some magazine. hour, twenty four hour phone support for direct sales and information. They had online sales at CompuServe. Nice. <laughs> the old oh, that's up. great. Yeah. Uh, oh, Sierra Online Technical Support, twenty four hour automated. They had automated technical support 24 hours a day. Nice. Great. Yep. Uh anyway. So, okay. That that aside, that like that like giant middle finger to the player aside. And that's the thing, like people people will often come and be like, that's Sierra game. That's like, that doesn't excuse them, does it? Like, does that forgive them for being assholes? Like for soft locking you in a game you put like like at that point, probably like six hours, seven, eight hours into. I don't forgive you for that just because it's tradition. Like, oh, yeah, when you walk in the house, they kick you in the nuts. 
That's just that's their house, dude. That's what they do when you go in their house. They kick you in the nuts. Just get used to it. Like some now, people make you take I off their shoes. I forgive you for that. Other make <laughs> swift kick to the nuts. Yeah, it's house rules. Don't defend that bullshit. That's bullshit. Let me leave the labyrinth at the very least. Yeah, I, anyway. it was definitely a product of the time. I think yeah. you could agree to that. Yeah. So um, that aside, the game is great. Uh, I'm actually having a a a, a damn uh, fine time playing it. Um, the characters in it are great. The 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 way you the work the way you work stuff out um, mostly more often than not makes sense. Uh, there's some there's some definite definite uh, point and click humor to it. Like you walk up to the castle, and I was like, are those like wolf people? Oh, they're literally guard dogs. They're human. They're oh. dogs the size of humans, like with like you know halberds and Wait, armor. You're on telling and me like that, that Sierra started furrydom? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. no Furrydom's been around forever. It's just now. No you wonder see it. Microsoft bought them for <laughs> seventy billion. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's honestly, it's, I'm having a great time, and I'm I'm going to finish it. Um. Hopefully, uh, I can finish it on uh, Tuesday. Nice. And then we move on to whatever game is next. Uh, now, this wasn't my choice. My choice is next. And I have not. I don't know if I've chosen yet. Have I? I don't think I did. Oh, but my last choice. Uh, will come back to me. Okay. I, I, I want to talk about Gex. Okay. I, I uh, wanted to say real quick before we move on. I don't know what it is about this art. Maybe it's playing nostalgia is a, a major factor here. I would love to get like a digital frame and just put a bunch of like the landscape shots. This is a terrible time to talk about it, but just something like this. <laughs> There's something classic about that art. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's not even like high def looking or anything, but it's just like, ah, yes, the childhood. <laughs> it's oh. good looking. I like it. <clears throat> and the other thing I wanted to mention, uh, on King's I would Quest buy an NFT of that. <laughs> I guess uh, is where I'm going with this. The one thing I did want to mention that I forgot to forgot to bring up was um, there was there is a um, I what does DRM stand for? Like you can't copy it. What does that stand? Digital for? rights management. Yeah. Digital rights management. Okay. So their version, their their the way of dealing with that, their 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 DRM is you have to have this. You have to have the jewel case book that comes with the game. Okay. In order to complete certain parts of the game. Thankfully, whoever sent this to me sent it to me brand new in the cellophane. So thank you very much. But there are things in this book. You can probably look it up now. I don't know if it changes from game to game. I would doubt it. But there are things in this book that you need. Uh, and I have, like, I have highlighted <laughs> certain things. I've made notes. I've, I've, I've circled things like. It's it's like it's cool. I like that. That's a cool like yeah. uh um uh real world addition to the game. Uh they have riddles in here that you don't see in the game uh which help you like you could brute force a lot of the a lot of the puzzles if you if you wanted to, but it's it was fun like going like four men standing in a row, third from the left and down you go. The rest in order move you on. The youngest, the oldest and the second son. Hmm. And then just sitting there thinking, like you have to have this book. It's nowhere in nowhere inside the game. Right. That was cool. Also, that that riddle, still, I will stand by it. That's it was ambiguous language, and that's why it took me so long to solve it. It's a little, uh, <laughs> it's a tiny bit different, but uh, I think 
the next Destiny expansion, the now they sell that to you as collector's editions. There's like a statue, mm -hmm. and I think the statue is going to have some sort of in-game implementation to like crack some weird code uh, that they're work they've like hinted at, uh, which is kind of cool. Like Destiny has done some weird stuff with that before, um, where like the community has to solve a, a giant um, puzzle together, where the people that have the collector's edition thing for like two hundred bucks. We'll have, didn't they like, do that recently sort of they yeah they did that recently with like the hex thing yeah, that they did yeah. like a while ago oh and i yeah. think didn't the god of yeah someone said the god of war collector's edition did something like that was that for the thanos glove and god of war i think that might have been what that was for kind of like amiibo stuff i guess but yeah anyways that stuff still exists it's just monetized all hell uh these days it's not against <laughs> like drm um uh, all right, we'll circle back then and uh, talk about the game that you chose, Zeke. Before that, though, Co, let's talk about Expeditions Rome. This game just dropped. Uh, yeah. And it also has, like, I saw a bunch of Twitter chatter about the uh, the extension that they were uh, using with yes. this. So, uh, first off, what's the game? T tell us about that, and then we'll jump into the extension conversation. Okay, Expedition Rome is basically what you would get if you took a historical setting and then you took a turn-based CRPG like Divinity or Wasteland 3, and you were to basically cross it with like XCOM. Okay. So it's it's somewhere cozily in between like an XCOM game and a CRPG. You essentially uh, control a small army with combat like this, like a very small group. Uh, you have like 12-ish people to pick from, and you can use six at a time. And then there is a global kind of meta game where you actually control like a legion of thousands as they kind of take over this kind of world map kind of thing as well. Um, it is very cool. There are tons of items and weapons. The weapons have the skills attached to them. There are passive effects on them as well. Four different classes with three specializations each. Um, there is a main story. It is fully voiced. And overall, like I expected it to play it for at least a day. I went in to try it and I have now played it for two days and I'm playing it tomorrow for sure as well. Um, it is very fun. There's a lot of customization. There is a good amount of difficulty and it's been great so far. In terms of the Twitch extension. Yeah, seems pretty big. Probably, probably the most like well-implemented extension I've seen in a while. So nice. it's, a, it's an overlay on the screen. Um, can't, players can. and there's there's something in it called Denari. You can buy Denari with bits. However, you also earn Denari just for showing up, and you passively earn Denari for free just by watching, which is good. Um, also, as of next week, they are going to give broadcasters the ability to turn off bits for Denari. So then people will just get it for free, which is definitely what I prefer as well. Uh, for Denari, people can. Um, they can give you resources in the game. There's various resources they can that you can you can give the streamer like medicine, uh, money, more units for their armies. Here's one of the battles, by the way. Um, there's this, also uh, this is someone's stream. I'm just showing the, <laughs> the extension. This is a live stream. Yeah. Oh, Mountain Man. Cool. Yeah. yeah that the um, you can also uh, you can do all sorts of things in combat. You can set people on fire. You can rename enemy combatants and friendlies after your Twitch name. Um, you can even go as far as a viewer to have them change your target uh, and things like that. You can also, if you look on the left-hand side, when they're in, I don't think this guy's in a fight right now, so he can't look. 
But when they're in a fight, if you look on the left-hand side, it'll show you a top-down map of the entire fight and where all enemies and friendlies are. Wow. You can tune into somebody playing, yeah. like move to the left, right. and see the exact state of the battle as it's currently being fought. So it is it is cool. Like it is it is definitely a a very right right up there in the top left, I think. Oh like that. my god, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. What the so hell? So you have some commands and stuff down there that you can spend money on, uh the denarii to do different things. Man. So it's so it's pretty cool, man. Uh monetization. So this is you said this is using bits. The way that it works is that the app uses something called Denari. Right. And you can buy Denari with bits. Okay. Uh, streamers get to set their own prices for everything. Oh. So on my stream, for instance, I jacked the price up of everything to extremely high values because I did not want people buying bits to, to do anything. <laughs> and I didn't want my, I wanted to just play the game. I didn't want it to get flooded with stuff. Um, and even then I still got flooded with items from people, which was very nice of them, but it, it did unbalance <laughs> the game a little bit. Um, however, you, uh, you can't set this as a streamer yet, but eventually they're going to make it so when you join a stream, you immediately get X amount of denarii. And then every 10 minutes, you can also set viewers to then gain denarii. So the premise is the longer you watch, then the more denarii you earn, and then you can start spending it on stuff. Uh. What you see happen most fights is if you see that, that purple name, right when a fight starts, anyone can buy the ability to randomly name a friendly or enemy after their own Twitch name. So right whenever a fight starts, immediately you'll see all these names start populating over everybody, and then I get to start killing my viewers, which is fantastic. What's the uh, or they kill me? Monetary wise, like, is what's the rev share? Is it hundred percent go streamer, or does the I believe it's standard extension split. So I think there oh, okay. there is some kind of split thing where like the dev gets a little bit and the sure. streamer then gets you know. So I I think there is a, a portion there. I'm not exactly sure how that works uh i as again as i don't really use that the the very saying and, and the, it, what's up very saying 80 20 80 streamer 20 dev got or it. extension there you go okay there you go um so it is it is very cool especially for like uh streamers where you know that, that are that are paying their bills with with every stream they do like being able to turn that kind of thing on and then incentivize bits for participating in the game that's cool that's great um, and I and I think that's that's great that they included that at the beginning. Um, but yeah, as of next week, they're going to be patching in the ability to again just turn all that off. That's you don't want to deal with any of it, and um, and then just use the extension for what it is. How about, how about channel points? Hmm, that'd be great. Not channel points, but again, the Denari <laughs> function kind of like channel points. So you, if you're watching a stream of the game, you're passively earning the money. That man, so I think that's like the future. Every ten minutes, yeah. Oh, every ten minutes you're earning Denari. And uh, again, the, the streamer can't set it yet, but I mean, so you could set it to like that they get the full price of all the things every 10 minutes if you wanted to. Um, you know, you could make everything cost 200 and then you can make it so when somebody joins the channel, they get 5,000 in all. So it, it's really up to the streamer, however they want to handle that. So let me ask all your chats, what would you be willing to pay like on a regular <laughs> basis? Bit wise, is 100 bits too much? <laughs> what 500 too much man i i think that's fucking like incredible that that extension it exists is. that that is that's i the first triple a game developer we've said this on air when we've had like uh i don't we've had a bunch of game developers who have uh incorporated drops and stuff like that and i think those are obviously utilized in a way on twitch that uh we've talked about uh before but this is like the next wave the the big the first triple a game 
that like functions in this way with some sort of extension that like an XQC or a soda pop in, or even uh, if, if Co was to lower the prices and actually, uh, you know, let the, I'm not saying you're wrong for doing this, but if you were to utilize it the way that the extension was supposed to be utilized, that'd be a giant cash cow for any streamer oh, of that oh. size. Yeah. I could have made probably thousand yeah, if I, if I yeah, leveraged easily. that properly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's I mean, again, I mean, the future. You could just set it so there's no passive income generation of Denari and that people have to spend bits. And yeah. then, I mean, you just, you know, to put people, your name in the game and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, I was actively telling people not to spend money on the app and jacked up all the prices. And I, people were still doing it. Yep. But so the it's real... kind of like, if you know, if you flip that script, then there's no question. And again, that's great for streamers that are like paying their bills with this stuff or, or streamers who, you know, are, are need that extra money for something like the ability to be like, okay, I'm going to schedule this and include people and have it. So tips basically go directly to my game and incentivize people to do it. Having that option is great. And that's, awesome. that's super cool that they're able to do that. Yeah. Again, well, I think it's not really like, cool of them. They even, they even are giving us the option of turning that off. I think that speaks very highly. That's great. They didn't need to spend resources to not make money, but at the same time they were like, okay, you want that option? We'll give you that option. Yeah. We'll put it in the next batch. Yep. And it's like, well, that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Let's not forget the, uh, the extension creator probably said like, if, if some, someone big does it, like, Oh, it's a job. Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, that's giant. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's this, a good this I want to say right by Muxy. Yeah. You've heard of them. They're, yep. they're a, yeah. a relatively big, uh, Twitch extension creator. So yep. what we're starting to see is like entire dev companies like Muxy, for instance, who are now devving in between devs. So we've got the people <laughs> yeah. that are devving the game. Middleware. We've got Twitch devving the platform. And now yeah. we have a third kind of tier of dev between the two that are like devving their own little interactive side of it. So. It worked out great in this case. This is one of the best apps that I've seen so far. That's awesome. Do it. So yeah, it's it's great well, synergy and it'd be really cool moving forward. Talking about uh, making money through like, you know, having chats and bits and stuff like that. Any any time where it's like anywhere near like eh, that kind of feels weird. Like eh. I always think like, what? It'd be good for charity. Like if I did yeah. like a charity oh. stream, like. Probably make some good ducats for you know. Totally, <laughs> I have to admit it. To this day, I am still surprised that that Twitch has not in any way leveraged bits for charity of any kind. I mean, that would that would that could make them a lot of money if they allowed streamers to have their bits go to charity because Twitch could still take their cut and we could then give it all to charity. We can't do that right now. We cannot. Well, they do know, that. We can't. No, they have the setup for it because they allow that with GDQ. Yeah, but we can't do it. Like it's in our in, in our contracts, we cannot assign assign any value to bits. It's right. not a currency, and they're very clear about that. We can't. So if yeah. I were to say yeah. you you cheer me a thousand and I will give ten dollars to charity, I can't do that contractually. So the oh, fact okay. that they don't let us like back end just hook our bit systems into charities and stuff, uh, I hope to see that one day. They can do it, obviously, like with GDQ and stuff. Um, but maybe it's a matter I, of, like the legal we matter all, is we've like, been asking for that for years, and it's not really a thing. The legal matter is GDQ is actually receiving the money from the bits and Twitch is just saying, how much did you get? Okay, that goes to charity. I also think it's a it's a bigger deal because I think GDQ functions as a charity itself. Probably. So if Twitch gives it directly to GDQ, then they can that's essentially like your tax write off. Tax write off. Your tax yeah. issues are moot if it's going directly to the charity. So I it, I'm guessing what would have to happen is we as caster, they'd have to basically form official connections with charities. And then like a thousand cheer goes to me. I just funnel it to like St. Jude or something. And then Twitch does that and claims, I don't know, 
It's it's a feel the arm. There's good reasons they can't do everything it. Everything you just explained yeah. is why they haven't done it because it's a fucking headache. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it, it, I, I, be nice. Yeah, I really hope they never they never do that because I gotta tell you, I've been skimming. Like every time I tell you, like <laughs> all these bits are going to charity. Like that's one for them, two for me, kind of a situation. And I just <sighs> nice, nice freaking Zeke, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh... Man, I've got I've got a whole log of like fonts for different charities, so I can just post it on Twitter. And be like, look what I gave to say to you. <laughs> just typed it up in their font. Zeke's about to reveal he's been the per- he's the person behind the whole Turkish money laundering scheme. Over the past <laughs> two months. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't mean to out you like that. I apologize. <laughs> I like how somebody chat is like, does, does Zeke realize that that clip is going to be used in court someday? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's true. It's true. It's okay. Zeke's way too small of a fry for Twitch. <laughs> we all are. True. <laughs> oh, you got no love for 718? Uh-huh. No love for 718 over here? Shit. I wonder how many people actually get that reference. I do. I do. Yeah, probably. It's kind of, yeah, kind of. Even went, didn't it? it was yeah. such a small blip in the news, but I kept I I didn't I forgot to delete the emotes, so it's still there. I think it's still good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what we could talk. That's I. I feel like that's a fun topic for a future show. Is uh, I think that changed a lot of perceptions on Twitch, but that's a whole other thing. Anyways, jumping back to the game. Uh, the actual game, apart from extension inside, thumbs up. You're into it. Seems pretty. Well oh yeah, out. yeah, it's good. Like even even if it didn't have the the app and or any of that stuff, it's it's just it's fun. I'm having a good time with it. The yeah. story is is just good enough to keep things interesting. Uh, the gameplay has been a blast. The meta game is actually relatively developed and cool. Like I'm enjoying that too. So, yeah, if you are a turn based combat fan, um, I think it'd be pretty cool. Even uh, another little addendum: I am normally not in historical games, and I actually went into this game with pretty low expectations because, frankly, you know, I like I like my fantasy. I like my sci fi. I tend to get kind of bored when it comes to just like straight up historical stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the rest of this stuff is, is good enough to, to go in. Uh, early warning, this, is, this game is definitely about ancient uh, Rome and, okay. and things that happened back then. So just keep in mind, it's, it has some stuff in it that may make some folks you know, a little uncomfortable. You know, like the fact that, you know, With the Italian government the like general oh, resource. Oh, 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 oh okay. Yeah. Like, like the, like the whole, the way they treat women is very re- historically accurate. Um, you literally like have to use slaves to do things. Like you, you take over things with your army on the world map and it's like, you don't have enough slaves to use that mine, do you? And it's like, do oh, they, okay, that's, they I gotta go get some more slaves. Buy a hundred slaves um, for $20 USD, low yeah. MTX. Is that the, is that in the game? It's, it's <laughs> awkward. It's awkward. So, um, but anyway, just keep in mind it's, they, they do. Although it, of course, takes liberties in its historical fiction, it sure. is uh, it's somewhat realistic. So if that's something that you're not looking for, um, like there was somebody uh, today when that I was watching that was really not really they were not feeling how women were being treated in this, and it's kind of like I don't know how it was. Like it sucked. We all kind of agreed it sucked, but like yeah, it's that's just kind of how people were back then, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Get it. I understand uh this this game specifically uh in trailer time has had a ton of like videos they put out for marketing have you heard about the end game at all for this because it seems very expansive uh they've put out a ton of like post game fights and like uh, it seems like there's a lot of game going on is kind of what i'm getting at here um so i'm curious if if you end up finishing it uh and get to that point if we'll i I really don't know if i'm going to 
I mean, I, I thought this long? was going to be like a 20 or 30 hour thing. I okay. was told today in chat that the, the PC gamer guys for the review, they clocked their game at 70 hours. Damn. And it's like, damn, dude. I don't know. If, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be playing this for 70 hours. I mean, it's fun, but I got a lot of other stuff I got to do. Yeah. Uh, and February is right around the corner. I mean, shit, dude. Yeah. Plus, just over a week to Dying Light too. So yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if I'll be able to put that much time into it, but it's, I'm having fun with it so far. Cool. Uh, what's it? Is it a 30 buck? I think. I don't know. Uh, I have a, it was pretty cool. The devs reached out to me a few days before it came out and they got, I have like an emblem and stuff for Twitch drops, which has been kind of cool. They gave me 45. a copy of the game at that point too. So, 45 yeah, bucks. 40, 45 bucks. Yeah. 45 bucks. If you like this kind of game and you definitely plan on playing it beginning to end, I say, I'd say it's worth that. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. That's uh, Expeditions Road. <laughs> yeah, I hope we get to see more uh, extensions utilize that. Uh, the whole bits thing aside, I just, anything that can bring in the stream uh, into a game like that for, you know, chat interaction and stuff is, that's the dream, uh, I think, for a lot of broadcasters. So, cool. Zeke, what game did you get to no, choose? No, JP, no, JP, you're not getting out of this. Tell us how League of Legends is going. Uh, I hit silver last night. <laughs> But here's the, th I mean, I actually have a, I have, uh, I had a strong conversation with my wife and yelled at her about <laughs> the, uh, the algorithm that she's so clearly in charge of in League of Legends. No. Uh, oh. Me and Strippin finally decided to duo queue. So we had been solo queuing uh, for the longest time. We decided to duo queue starting on Friday. We played for like 11 hours then and 11 hours yesterday. Um, we went from bronze like middle of bronze two at like 30 LP. So it's one, to, it's one to hundred LP per bronze four to one. So 400 LP total to move up. Basically you get about six. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, you get 16 LP per win and 14 LP per loss. If your MMR is where you're supposed to be. So it's a grind is, mm -hmm. is ultimately what I'm getting at. Um, and so we made it all the way to placement matches. When you hit placement matches, it's a best of five. Uh, you either, uh, win three games or lose three games. If you lose three games, you go back to bronze. Then you have to get uh, more LP to get back into placements. Oh, you can lose like the bronze silver rank. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, they're, that's, they're... I mean, it's different than TFT. Like TFT, you can lose as many times as you as I don't know. You want. I, You'll I, never I, lose the rank you have. It takes You'll go a, down like four, three, two, one, but it takes a lot to go from silver to bronze in terms of losing. Like they, they put okay. a pretty big chunk there to make sure that you don't do rank, but it's totally possible. Um, so all that said, me and Sam did very well in terms of win percentages. Now league is a game that tries to keep your win percentages at around 50 to 60%. 60 is generally kind of high, but it generally wants everyone to lose 50% of the time. That's kind of the algorithm is how it works. Um, and that's how they keep players, you know, coming back to grind whatever they want to grind in terms of league ranking. And so after two days of like 11 to 12 hours each, I think the first day we went 10 and five in terms of our win loss. And yesterday we went 10 and four or something like that. So I got into placements before Sam and I ended up going three, one. And so I got silver when I was one game up in placements, Sam got into placements as well. This was last night. So I got silver. We had won. I think one game at that point. And so Sam needed to get two more wins or three more losses to get demoted. So then we kept, uh, kept playing. And essentially because we were doing so well and because our win percentage was so high, 
the algorithm threw us into what is called Smurf Q. Now, Smurf Q is something that's not necessarily uh, real by Riot. Uh, they don't say it's real, but the community has effectively been like, no, this is totally fucking real. Here's X, Y, and Z how this works. This is a Smurf Q. This person admitted to being a Smurf. They're clearly a Smurf in game. If you look statistically at the data, like they, they are miles uh, apart in terms of skill from the other players on this team. So we lose the second game. Sam's 2-2. He needs one win or one loss to decide it. He jokes and he says, uh, when he's like one game in, he goes, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get silver. I'm going to go 2-2, and then we're going to lose the fifth game. We queue up. We get into the fifth game. We start playing, and it quickly becomes uh, apparent that the other team has three Smurfs on it. We end up losing like four kills to 30 kills or something like that because the other team is like plat players. They admit to being plat play players after the fact and that they were smurfing. And that's how Sam loses and goes back to bronze. So he didn't have a good time last night. That's <laughs> <So it's> <laughs> the story. No, would it, would <laughs> it got really fucked. Look, now, now would the, would the. And, yeah. One of them got banned. So he admitted what? to smurf. Would the penalty for him have uh, leaving the game been less than the penalty for him losing the game that badly? Well, I assume that counts as a loss, right? Yes, it's a to loss. The game. Flat out. Yeah. Um, honestly, as from what I understand, I, I think I understand your question. Feel free to ask it again if I didn't. From what I've been told, Zeke, when you get Smurfs in your game, it's actually a good thing because if you win, you get more LP. So you right. actually want to play against Smurfs based on the yeah. algorithm and based on how they dish out LP. But but, it, but on the flip they're, side, they're, they will by their nature. Yes, yes, by the nature, they will beat the fucking shit out of you. However, yeah, the okay. hope is that on your team, you also have Smurfs, which is the next game because Sam didn't want to end on a loss because it was a fucking pretty brutal loss. We queued up mm -hmm. again and we had someone on our team named like Smurf gonna get you. And he ended up going like... <laughs> He ended up going like 26 and three or something for like his kill death. And he carried us because he was a fucking Smurf that was on our team. And so we don't know really like if we're in actual Smurf queue or if it, because we were playing at like, you know, 1 a.m. last night, Eastern time, if we were just playing where there's not enough people and we just had Smurfs in our game or, or what, we don't know the full story. We're going to queue up again later tonight and try to get him to silver. Um, but we might just flat out be in like a Smurf queue. It might've just been super unlucky. Now, uh this is all just skill right what do you mean they're just they're just they beat you that badly because they're just straight up better than you. oh they're just better yeah yeah okay okay they're 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 on accounts where they uh so if the the hierarchy for those that don't play league i, I think you know the seek but it's uh iron bronze silver gold uh platinum master and then it goes up to like grandmaster and all this stuff uh, and so, so the, isn't diamond diamond, diamond then master yeah you're right yeah because i'm i'm um, i'm plat tft and i i'm hard stuck at plat i can't i can't break my way out of plat to get a diamond yeah i got to like rank two and then i just had the losses in, in tft are fucking oh yeah brutal. talked about them. yeah oh my god like you get like 20 something for if you get first place and it's like 15 10 and 10 for fourth on up yeah and then like you might lose 10 for fifth place but every other place is like 30 60 all of them <laughs> all of your points are gone fuck you yeah back down to zero you go what did you have 
What did you have? <laughs> 80 points? No more. Sounds, Holy sounds yeah. So essentially what happened is, is after the game where Sam lost in his promos and like, this is what we had to keep repeating to chat. Cause the other thing is you brought up the idea of like apologist in chat. We kept constantly getting people like, Oh, they're not smart. They just play better. Blah, blah, blah. The people literally said, Hey, sorry about that keep trying to get to plat i'm a smurf my main account got banned it was x y or z you look it up it was a plat account so like unless he just pulled that account out of his ass then maybe but he also did well, incredibly see, well in the game like absurdly that brings well. up a that brings up a weird thing though it's it, if somebody gets if someone gets their main account banned is the is the premise that they can no longer play league of legends ranked ever on their main account but if they make a second account, aren't they smurfing? And isn't that illegal? Uh, smurfing is not illegal. They don't. Uh, Riot doesn't necessarily ban people for it. Did Riot, you say that guy earlier admitted to it and got banned? Uh, no, no. He just got his main account banned because he was an asshole. He probably oh, cursed someone out oh, or said, "Oh, oh okay." Yeah. I misunderstood that. One okay, of so smurfing is not illegal at all. Uh, okay. no, it's a gray area. Uh, boosting accounts. Is well, not. isn't it hard to de- isn't it hard to determine like unless you name your account like Smurfing these nuts like something like yeah. that like yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it kind of hard to like yes I'm not Smurfing I'm just trying to work my way up to the right yeah, well, yes it's my, very hard my premise is that for like that guy like if his main account got banned and he started a new account I mean he'd have to be plat at low level so in that case like he's just it just happens you know, unless yeah. they unless it was like it was like Twitch where it's like if you get banned if you come back it's ban evasion you know or something like that it's not like you know if that was kind of, yeah okay yeah. That, that that's why a lot of people say smurf q exists because the algorithm detects that hey you did well in your last 20 or 30 games we're going to put you with all these other people who are doing incredibly well in their games which is why we think we got put in smurf q because once me and strippin started duoing we would finish games and be like 19 kills four deaths like i had multiple games like that yesterday so what our understanding is that when we get put into these games the system, the algorithm believes us to be the Smurfs because we were doing so well. When in actuality, we're just bronze players trying to get into silver that had a good game. And so that's where the situation comes into play that's like, this fucking sucks. Like that's shit that Strippin got into a game where there was three plat level players or whatever on the enemy team that just shit on us and there's nothing we can do, right? Like you just, you take the loss and you move on ultimately. What is the point of doing that? uh well sometimes win games but sometimes your account gets banned um essentially over time benefit (laughs) i mean the benefit is that you get to feel like a god in a game right like there's that high i would assume most of the people i didn't think that was the only thing you get out of it no there's really no other thing because after you know after x amount of games a person will rank where they need to be according to their skill level like that player will eventually if they play enough will get to plat the issue starts to be when you start throwing games because you don't want to be plat. So you intentionally lose games so that your rating mm. stays the same. That's a total, that's a whole nother thing in League of Legends. Uh, that is a Why real thing. Why would you thing. play if you don't want to go up rank? Because you'd rather, that. you'd rather, it doesn't compute. you'd rather play in a game where you're going to fucking dominate instead of a game where you're going to do average, right? Like they're chasing that. Yeah, high. I know, but it's like, it's like, okay. You're you're third string, but you're in the NFL. It's like, nah, I'm gonna be the star of like this Bush League. Like, is that like the kind of like yeah, yeah, the idea? Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. there, there's definitely like a uh, emotional, uh, like chemical response to doing well in a game, and then getting to a part 
or getting to a place uh, rank wise where you will always be mediocre, right? You can never get that high. Because you're always going to be in, you know, playing against people of equal or greater uh, skill level. So it just depends on the person. But yeah, that's said, you have a hidden stat called MMR, which dictates how many points you get per win or, lo- or loss. Some people can't climb because their MMR is shit, so they make new accounts to have a fresh one making it easier. That's also know. true. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, ultimately the algorithm is to blame because Riot is not in the business of making a fair algorithm. They're in the business of making an algorithm that makes you want to play more and forces you to play more. So they don't necessarily well, Why care. would they do that? Oh. Yeah, money at the end of the day, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Now, League of Legends is free to play, right? It is, yeah. Uh, but you, you, can buy the, you can buy the heroes. Uh, you can buy skins, obviously, is the money-making thing. It, it prints money. Uh, the, the skins are $10. Are you comfortable $10. With, with saying how much you spent? I, my wife works at Rise. I don't spend money in it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Bride employees can yeah. hand out uh, like LP. And so I've gotten, uh, I think I've gotten like 10,000 LP, which is equivalent of $100. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't actively use it. Um, if anything, one of the, one of the nice things that happens when you friend someone, they can gift you a skin in game. And so a bunch of viewers uh, have sent me friend request. I've accepted it. Then after like a 24 hour period, they can gift you skins in game, oh, or or in JP's case, he friends someone, then then makes them love him, then marries them, and then <laughs> and then yes. using nepotistic corruption spells. The yes. long Vince con is being off. That's Here's right. The, well, yes. the, the, the other thing, friends invite. The the odd thing is like by th- there's actually a system for League of Legends for content creators where you can apply to get a Riot account. And it just has everything unlocked. And so oh. I could probably go that path, but I haven't looked into the specifics of it. Uh, and there's also something where it's like, I don't know if that's as like fun. I, I don't know. It's like being given the keys to the kingdom. Do you still want to be in that kingdom afterwards? If you've got everything is the way I look at it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'd rather have uh, the ability to get stuff rather than just like have everything unlocked. There's, there's like a starting with a max level character in an MMO. Hundred percent. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You got to earn that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I put about a hundo I, in. Oh, and TFT. I bought, I bought one. Like, there was like the the bundle. Like it's a hundred dollar bundle. You get all this like that stuff. And mostly, it was after playing it for many, many hours. For playing it for, I don't know how many hours. Probably like 40, 50 hours. I already been playing it, and I was just fucking sick of looking at the same fucking arena the yeah. same fucking people like same champions over and over again. i'm like fuck it fuck it i'm gonna get some eggs i'm gonna get some fucking <laughs> i'm gonna open some goddamn eggs because i don't want to look at this fucking green grass anymore <laughs> yeah uh stripping got into buying boxes for the lunar event do you know what that means zeke so yeah. that he could get he's trying to get the like two percent dog or fox or something that's rare yeah, there you lost me i know the i know the event because it pops up and i i kind of like walked around a little bit but i get rewards for uh league of legends all the time that i fucking no clue what they are do yeah no i'm the same like i'm honestly the same way every time you level up in league you get like a champion capsule and every once in a while the chat would be like hey you should go open your stuff and i'll click on it and there's like 30 champion capsules and i'm like oh i guess i should open this like i just play the game i i don't necessarily spend 
uh, or have the want to spend any money. Because uh, I think I still have... I've, I've bought one hero so that I could play them, I think is all I've bought. And maybe a skin. Uh, but that, I didn't ha I didn't spend my own money there. That was the, the wife benefits uh, from Riot. So, yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much all I've been playing. Uh, it's like six, seven hours a day. Been doing news... It's honestly the first time I had, I had this thought last night as I was uh, going to sleep. It's the first time probably in the 10, 11 years that I've been streaming where I'm not stressed to create content that I know is going to get viewers. And like, that was a really good feeling of like, I could do this pretty much every day, do the news, do drop frames, talk about Marvel shows on Mondays and just play league. Like I, my blood pressure might not like that couple of years from now, months, weeks, uh, days, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. I could just continue playing this and not have to worry about that. Great uh, place yeah. to be, man. Yeah. So I'm very, very thankful that like, that's where I'm at right now mentally, which is a good thing. I'm, I'm dreading, I'm not dreading, but I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do in CD rom -thons? Cause like every day this month, I'm like, ah, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to yeah. do some rom games it's gonna be fun everybody's like gonna talk about nostalgic things like i remember i played this with my uncle blah 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 it's gonna be great and now i'm thinking like what the fuck am i gonna do and and you know people said like extended do just just do that like it's got to be special yeah yeah gotta be once one month out that's, of the year dude when it's i gotta be special that's how role play was right like after there was there was a show drop-off point in terms of the number of episodes where like People don't have the time to watch the amount of episodes prior, so it's better to end the show and start something new than it is to keep the Dude, show going. That's how it is with the the CRPGs and long RPGs. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets, yeah. Any game is point, like that like, too. Oh yeah, the, especially towards the end of like Pathfinder when yes. I'm when I'm two hundred hours into a game, like people drop in and they're just like, "I like this game. I like this broadcaster." But I, I, I have no clue what's happening. I don't know what I'm watching. It, it, all I'm going to do is spoil it for myself if I ever play. Like, yeah, yeah, no yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you even see, like, uh, Critical Role does that, right? Like, Critical Role starts a new campaign, 100, 150,000 people watching, 200,000 people watching. Now you cut, like, 60 episodes in, and they're down to, like, 40 or 50,000, which obviously is still a fucking massive amount, but there's less retention it's still it's still like two-thirds less than yeah. it was yeah yeah so absolutely that's, that's just the business of streaming that's how it goes okay. which is why it's been nice with league because you can pop into the stream whenever you want right like it, it it's an inch i haven't played a game like that or, or streamed like that since like the days of overwatch and even then it wasn't smart and i wouldn't say it's smart that's today that's one of the it. interesting parts of of being a, a a single or or genre type streamer where your genre doesn't have a defined beginning or end. Yeah. Like if you're a BR streamer or if you're a league streamer or if you know like like that that's a a GTRP streamer. Another good like it, it's it's a it's a, a very comfortable place to be if you're really enjoying and feeling your game. Like I can yeah it's, yeah. it's nice. That's not to say I'm not looking forward to February, right? Like fucking incredible games coming out. It'll we'll probably spend next week. What what is the date on next week? Is that the 29th? 30th. Well, let's spend next week talking about all the shit coming out in February. We Yeah, that's the that's a good point. I don't I don't since we're on See, it's nice that we're on Sundays now cuz I don't think that we're going to be like conflicting with any major releases. No, cuz so everything comes out middle of the week except for February Elden Souls. Yeah. February 5th will be our first one. 
12th. All the big stuff comes out on the 8th that week. Yeah. Well, it's mostly like two. Uh, oh, Horizon. All, all, I got them all lined up on Fridays. Dying Light 2, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Elden Ring. All Friday, 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 Friday. Yeah. That's true. Wait, when does, does Horizon I don't know if that's correct anymore, but. 18th is Horizon, yeah. I'm sorry. It was 6th and 13th, not 5th and 12th. Oh, man. Okay. That, that, mm, that would be a little tough. But you know, we'll figure it out. Anyways, we'll we'll cover all the games next week because February will be a wild ride. There's a massive amount of games uh, in like a three or four week period. So. Yes, Elden Souls. Yes, Elden Souls, where you can get. Oh, and for the record, every, everyone's stuff. saying eleventh for Lost Ark. If you pre-ordered or something, it's an eighth. eighth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if if you're gonna be playing it, it's gonna be the eighth. Are you guys doing Lost Ark? By the way, I think I am. Yeah, they're doing. Uh, I you're probably in the same conversation in terms of sponsor content that I think I'm in. And so it's a different type of sponsor. If, if that makes sense. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm curious. Dude, I'm, I'm basically giving up my cozy stream spot for like the entire month. That makes okay. sense. I, I, I was either going to not play it or I was going to play it. And I've decided, <laughs> I've decided to try to play it, especially with the sponsored stuff. It's like, I'm going to, I will give it my best try. Like, yeah. So gonna be new hot games during the days and cozy cozy lost dark evenings yeah goes. i'm looking forward to it. it february will be fun i'm also looking forward to like probably not playing every game right at launch because there's so many fucking games coming out at like what are, what are y'all's lists for february uh elder rings probably top of it i've been playing horizon still off stream uh i'm a little worried about the the tech shock of going from 4k 120 hertz to whatever the ps5 is 4k maybe checkerboard 60 whatever whatever they're going for um but it'll probably still look fine so that that'll probably be second or so on the list and then i gotta figure out like lost ark is looking obviously very good plus there's the sponsor portion of it which i will most likely uh you know that requires playing it if you're sponsored for it but i also want to look at destiny uh because that's a pretty big release because there's also a raid coming with that uh so i don't i don't i don't know if there's enough hours in the day is ultimately the you were issue. a big total warhammer guy you and stripping had yeah that's also on the list three? yeah yeah so that's also potentially sponsored and i your name got brought into that conversation uh i think it did yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so that might I'm be still, a thing <laughs> we're still figuring out that whole thing i think yeah uh, yeah so i don't know what's yeah. going on with that but have you seen the trailers for that total war warhammer 3 looks like some crazy shit uh looks that expansive is one of the games i've been asked most about in february yeah enough. it looks very expansive yeah. um the poe <laughs> this might be this i don't think i'm playing this league at least not at start oh. Yeah. i'm a little worried about it uh i don't know how i fit in the, how you fit it's that a in the league frame. and expansion yeah it's they're, they're expansion. not just calling it a league yeah it is a league and expansion like i can't believe they're dropping this in february yeah like, <laughs> that dude I, anytime the lost ark twitter account tweets i'm just like hey fucking release the game <laughs> like, i know right? release yeah, it. yeah. What are you and they keep talking us they're like hey hey yeah you're ready for february yeah are you, you can have enough time to play Lost Ark, and it's like, well, I'd have a lot more time if you'd stop tweeting and release the damn game. Yep. And then, yeah, I just think about Elden Ring, and it's like, that's also probably a massive game uh, alongside everything else that will require a shit ton of time. Lost Ark, Destiny. Horizon's probably a 20-hour experience. 
right? Like that's not going to be short oh. by any oh, imagination. Yeah. If, you, if you decide to do anything more than the main story, it'll probably be a lot longer. Yeah. So I, I got to really sit down and figure out February. Um, I've also started a dying light one co-op run with sips. So like dying light two might be on the table now. Uh, I don't really know. Uh, Z dude, I played, I played a side quest about an hour dying light two. Pretty good. Did it run? Okay. Was it buggy? That's the, that's the biggest Ran issue fine. I'm worried about. And fine. No real bugs. Uh, it felt, it felt like everything in dying light one and just like a little more. That's good. Um, yeah, it, it felt, it felt real good. I watched, uh, not sponsored comment, by the way. It gave me early access to it. They didn't sponsor it. Nice. <laughs> Just a heads up. Did uh, <laughs> did you all have the same mission? Because I watched Dan for a no. little bit. Oh, you had different missions. Okay. There were there were two different missions we could have picked. And Jesse and Dan picked one of them. And I actually purposely picked the other one. Got it. So, okay. yeah, I did it Because Dan was playing and he was sneaking around in a building. And, there was and it was, like, a lot scarier than what I've experienced in Dying Light 1 so far so i don't know if they're like going There's, that route the big premise in two is that the the zombies like retreat into buildings during the day yeah and then like a lot of missions like send you into those buildings during that time so in in the first one you could kind of sneak around zombies a little bit but in the second one there's like stealth mechanics like when you go in these buildings if you don't trigger anything you can like sneak just right around them and stuff so it's a lot more tension inducing so yeah it'll it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting see how they balance that nice uh zeke for you you have a i think a stance on your channel that you don't necessarily play stuff right out of the gate uh is there anything that's, yeah. that's breaking that veil that that uh is like elden ring gonna the, break that policy yeah yeah yep elden ring will break that policy or it's it's not like a policy it's just like it's not it doesn't it's a make business, business sense. sense yeah it makes sense yeah it doesn't make business uh, sense to me but elden ring is is one of those games that i you know, it's it's a from game. It's a Souls game. Like, yeah. Like I love it, and it, those usually do okay for me anyway. Like either way, and everybody has fun, and I usually try and like spice it up, make it a little different. Sure. Then you might find on another channel. I'm I'm t I'm still toying with the idea of the, the thing I did for Dark Souls Three that people still still remember the pick it up and play with it. Oh yeah. Challenge yeah, yeah. or just like any weapon or armor that I pick up, I have to play with it until I find something new, and that creates some fucking awful fights but <laughs> funny they're funny yeah yeah but yeah so. True. uh is elden ring the only one you were pretty big on horizon you played it off stream though is is that going to be the uh the solution yeah, for this one yeah that's probably yeah. going to be a, my that's going to be a game for, for zeke yeah hey that's going to be my white wine spritzer when i get off of work <laughs> I, i'm i'm replaying the first one like i said uh I think I had strong feelings about that when it first came out. Maybe I just forgot them, but like, that's a hell of a fucking game. Uh, so I'm pretty, I'm getting pretty excited. The DLC for is great too. Don't sleep on it. That's why I'm playing it. Cause I never played the DLC. I'm, I'm DLC is great. It's great. Yeah. If they, the only issue that I, I've talked about this with my chat the past week, I absolutely hate that you can't AOE loot. The looting in that game drives me insane after a fight. And so if in the new game, I can walk up to a fight and just press a button and then like all of the fucking everything around me just sucks up. <laughs> That'll be the greatest change. It'll be so good. It'll be so perfect. Cause they even do the thing where you like go into a fight and then a cutscene happens and then it puts you somewhere random and you have to go back to your old, like all the bodies you just killed and one by one, 
Oh, let me get some metal shards here and some more metal. Oh, there's some wire. I need some wire. Let me get that so I can craft some arrows. Like, give me AOE loot. That's what I want. That's the biggest change. So, anything else for you, Zeke, that uh, will break the uh, the policy? Uh, or at maybe, least that you're maybe Dying Light 2. Yeah. Dying Light 2. I'm definitely interested in that. Um, I maybe get to play it a little early. Nice. Yeah. I think being a part of that that, that big, uh, big push. Yeah. I think maybe got me a spot like playing it on the third rather than the fourth or whatever. So we'll see Sweet. how that goes. But yeah, if I get to play it early, I'm definitely taking advantage of that. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yep. Uh, uh, but yeah, other nope. than that, like, no, the, the, the horizons Horizon's going to be a, a game just for me and uh, uh, to play on my own time. And then Elden Ring so beginning and end of the month are, are going to be big, like the big release days for me. Yeah. What were we going to say, Co? about dying light uh quick note to ujp and any other streamers that may watch this podcast uh the techland guy has a sheet his name is sherry on twitter s-h-e-r-i and you can basically just sign up to play dying light 24 hours early oh. so like uh i'm gonna be starting my playthrough on february 2nd at 6 p.m et because the re official release time is february 3rd at 12 a.m est which is six hours after et so cool actually get to play it on february 2nd Nice. Yeah. I th I think, is that just, uh, is that like key mailer or whatever? Uh, I, I got the key straight from them. Okay. So I, right. I think, I think they're doing it directly. Like the Sherry guy I'm talking about, he is a Teclan dude. So he, got it. He, I think he I was, found that tweet, yeah. but then, yeah, I'll, I'll message you after the stream. We'll figure it out. Cool. It's one of those things where I hate, I hate asking those people like, Hey, can I get a key? I'd love to check the game out. And then the game comes out. I'm like, man, Lost Ark is great. <laughs> I just like to play it because I get super interested in something else. Uh, anyways, yeah, we'll talk. Uh, Zeke, you chose another game for CD Romathon, and I do want to talk I about did. it. Yeah, let's let's jump to that, and we'll uh, close out the show. What was the uh, the game of your cho choosing here? The game was called Gex. Oh, Gex, right. You know, Lizard? The, po the popular PlayStation franchise. That was a place. Yeah. Microsoft owns Gex. Apparently. No. I don't know. They own it. What? Crystal Dynamics. I don't know. Like, do they own Crystal Dynamics? Square Enix oh. does now. Okay. I wonder I wonder who got that IP. Anyways, talk to no me about idea. Gex. I'll look well, Gex is Gex is a, a wisecracking get gecko with a major attitude. And let me tell you, with his blazing tongue, battering tail, and sharp wit, this outrageous reptile is ready to kill TV and movie rejects in a side-splitting game of awesome intensity. Just to let you know. Gex. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. Uh, so this game, uh, yeah, it came out in 1996, at least it says on the 1995. Uh, 95 it says on the on the box here uh and uh it's it's for its time and for being a a uh a console i don't want to say it was a port because i think it was released there's a little bit of back and forth on this it was released on 3do playstation 3DO. and pc i think at the same time yeah so not positive about that. i think it was the same time this is wild to me because i looked up like uh, who owns the IP? So the publishers Zeke for this game. I'm curious who's on the disc that you have, because the Wikipedia says that Bandai, BMG Interactive, Crave <laughs> Entertainment, Eidos Interactive, GT Interactive, 
Interplay, Microsoft Game Studios, Midway Games, and Ubisoft are all different publishers for this game. <laughs> so who do you have on your disc as the publisher? Uh, Microsoft and Crystal Dynamics. Did Crystal Dynamics become Eidos Interactive eventually? I do not know, buddy. Okay. That's that's wild to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this game is a uh, platformer. It's deceptively hard. <laughs> um, I did not think it was going to be as difficult as it, as it was, but it is. It's pretty goddamn difficult. It gets, like, especially the level you're seeing right now. Yeah. This level took me quite a bit to finish up. Now, there are certain things going against it that make, make it hard uh, age-wise. The controls, kind of floaty. The jump, it's not like a, you know, like it's a, like an arc jump. Okay. That's a good so sound effect. You got to get, yeah. you got to get used to that. Um, uh, the other thing is uh, the gecko, he slides. There's no, the stopping is difficult. If you want to stop before you go off a cliff or something, there's a good amount of like, you're running, 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 stop, but there we go. Stop and you go, and you slide, you know? So there's a good amount of that. Um, Momentum, basically. But, you know, you, you get used to a certain amount of like precision, like, okay, it's not, it's not like Mario slides, you know, like that far. It's like a good fucking distance of a slide. So it's, it's a little different. Um, the other thing is uh, the hitboxes for platforms and your gecko are weird. Um, sometimes, like, your head is always a hitbox, but sometimes your tail isn't, and sometimes it is. Ah. You know, depending on if you're, like, on a wall or on a thing or whatever. Um, the movement, though, is really cool. Like, the fact that you can uh, stick to most sur- most surfaces that have a wide enough uh, surface area, you can stick to, if you can reach them, you can stick to the wall, you can stick to the ceiling, you can crawl underneath and stuff. That's a cool thing. I, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, all in all, I really enjoyed the game. The game is great. It's just, you know, the quality of life, you know, shit, the, the advances in mechanics and stuff like that, and the fact that I was playing it on, you know, a PC with a with a, a, a D pad and and buttons that I had Joy to keyed in there, mm. um, because they didn't like they kind of, I mean it, playing these old games they have they like hey do you want to use your joystick to play this I'm like wow that takes me back <laughs> joystick like it was an actual joystick like a fucking Atari like flight stick thing that's what you could play like games back in the n- early 90s with yeah and they weren't USB. They were uh cereal. You know, yeah. Yeah. Whatever you plugged in, like I remember having like plugging in your keyboard and mouse, it was like pink and green. Right? Oh yeah, PS2. <laughs> uh PS2. Yeah. They had PS2s, yeah. they had yeah, that kind of stuff. Dude, I back in the day I had one of those and uh the heater was always on in the house most of the time. At least this was always happening during winter. And I had carpet and the PC sat on the carpet. So when I would plug in the PS2 it would always fucking shock. I fried yeah. like two PCs doing that back in the day. <laughs> and it was, I would go to a LAN or something. I'd be like, all right, let me touch metal. I'm going to plug this in. Zoop. Fuck. <laughs> gotta go to the fuck. <laughs> I gotta go to Micro Center now. God damn it. <laughs> and then the LAN became like, gotta rebuild the PC instead of like, I let's play Quake. Anyway, sorry. That took me yeah. back. Fuck those no, connections. Dude, I, 
<laughs> some of my favorite those are my favorite like things to to talk about and like hear stories of people like oh my god i played this you know when it came out i i my you know neighbor had a fucking 3do and i played it like it was like what's a 3do you know yeah all the all the nostalgia i love that shit um and uh like when you when i turn on the vm the virtual machine because uh, some some of them require Windows, you can't play them through DOS or another or DOSBox or another program. Yeah. So like they require like Windows ninety five to work. So I have a couple of virtual uh, virtual machines, and hearing uh, the start of that, boom bam, like when you shut it down or when you when you fire it up, that's just it. It's that good feeling you get. You're like, oh man. It's like the PlayStation boot sound for me. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Takes you back, man. Or the Sega uh, yeah <laughs> but the okay. uh the this this game was actually fantastic it, it's it's more it's deceptively difficult it has a lot of cool like uh uh secrets to, secrets and little cubbies and like hidden walls and stuff like that it has enough of that to keep you kind of kind of like wanting to explore the levels and shit but this like these two levels like the last two levels in particular were fucking hard dude that was like a, a really difficult platforming section and something that you didn't didn't have a lot of leading up to this stage was just death pits more often than not like you'd fall on a spike pit and lose one health but this like that static below me that's all death that's just one like you fall down there you're dead so that's not something that uh was used a lot until these levels so you gotta you had to get used to it yet and most levels like crawling upside down Stuff like that, and there's no jump when you crawl upside down unless you jump back, whatever. But it was a very good game, very challenging. I will say they really overdid the like little, little quips. Oh, that doesn't stop, and I mean, but like they way over like (laughs) every single time. Like there's a bonus stage that has conveyor belts, and every time because it has conveyor belts but there's a little section in the middle that's not a conveyor so every time you step off and step back on the conveyor he says of like one of three things and you end up hearing it like 50 times like (laughs) ah jane fonda's working out again or like whatever the fuck (laughs) like little quote is like "Ah, if i wanted to run in place i'd blah 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 and it's it's like "Ah, and they would fucking get on top of each other Ah, it was awful. Classic man. 2022 commentary. Jane Fonda, you know, yeah, very, very popular with the kids. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But yeah, so but uh, you know, take the good with the bad. It's old, which means you can forgive a lot of it. Oh, this is me explaining how that's that's how the stick them. Uh, if you're sticking to the wall, a wall, you don't go like you don't crawl around. Your spine is is static. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So once you get to the tipping point, you are over that thing. There's no like, you know, you know how 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 it would normally be like with a with a gecko would be like like that. You'd like curve all the way around. Right. No, you go tip. So that that fucking sucked. Yeah. And you like three quarters of your body goes forward, and you just get hit. Like if there's a something to be hit there. Makes sense. Yeah, I remember. Uh, this is Gex One, right? That you're playing here. Yep. Yeah. Just Gex. Gex 3 the gecko. was the one that I remember the most of. It was the deep cover gecko that had all the James Bond commentary uh, back in the day on the PS1. Anyways, that was in 99. 
and someone told me like uh oh it was uh, uh, on twitter biz business a friend of mine t- said yeah i actually asked dana gould if he'd be willing like on twitter to do like the voice of gex again and he said he would i'm like hey let's go <laughs> I, I, I played i played new fucking gex that company is still around crystal dynamics oh, got yeah. bought by idos yeah idos was okay. bought by square enix and i mean hell crystal diamond dynamics are an offshoot of them uh help make marvel yeah they made guardians of the galaxy oh, oh shit okay no oh they didn't make guardians of the galaxy. that was idos montreal oh, oh very oh, different okay. very different wait then what did Chris- <laughs> crystal dynamics made marvel avengers avengers god yeah, they had a split face. off they had a split off uh a company an offshoot i think it's called crystal northwest or something and uh they helped they assisted in making marvel avengers so then crystals tomb raider too tomb raider that's what they're known for yeah okay that makes sense wild it's the old 90s video game ip fuckery is all that is where it just gets it's a giant mess it's a giant oh yeah that's gex and listening to like the references that gex makes like about like yeah uh, watching too much full house i'm like oh my god right oh wow everybody watched full house yeah (laughs) oh yeah. rest in peace bob yeah rest oh in yeah dude. bob for sure man a lot a lot of celebrity death this past week it was it, louis anderson just fucking, fucking meatloaf yeah meatloaf just crazy <laughs> amount of celebrity death wild and now we're gonna end the show uh, <laughs> there's no way to out of that zeke what do you got coming up <laughs> uh what do i got coming up well let me do my shout outs here uh my name is ezekiel the third you can find me at or slash ezekiel underscore i on most of the platforms go give me a follow all the links thank you uh c lion for all the links in my chat uh if you want to check me out oh first of all let me thank you thank you co thank you jp very heartfelt uh, that thank you we appreciate it always well i just want to remember it i don't want to ever forget the thank you guys I know, I'm just being sometimes it's going to be less sincere than other times okay jp 300 times i thanked you assholes yeah it's not going to be like you know a fucking meet cute every time all right bud i know i got it i've never thanked wow. you once wow <laughs> disrespect you never thank me okay anyways um so uh yeah, thanks, JP. Thanks, Co, for being co-host. Uh, I will be live uh, tomorrow, or not tomorrow, excuse me. Tomorrow's my day off. So this is the beginning of my weekend, my, my one-and-a-half-day weekend. Uh, I will be back on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, finishing up King's Quest Six. Uh, I, I like it enough, and I think I'm close enough that I can finish up at least in one stream. I'm not sure uh, how long, how much longer, because, you know, point-and-click games, you're just going to get fucking stuck, and maybe it takes you. So I can't promise that I'll finish it, but I will definitely try but come hell or high water, we will switch games at, at least by Wednesday. And that will be whatever uh, I have chosen. And I'm not sure what that's going to be yet. Probably some FMV game. I bet. I'd imagine. But yeah, so that's what's coming up. CD-ROM Thumb goes until the 30 or the 29th. Because 29th will be the last day of CD-ROM Thumb. So we got five, five awesome days left. If you join me, 10 a.m. Pacific. That's it. Bye. Awesome. Go. Do some shout outs. Sure. Hi, everybody. My name is Ko. Nice to meet you, as always. Thanks to JP and Zeke. Fun show this week. Uh, coming up on my channel, you're going to see Expedition Rome or Project Zomboid. We're going to be starting up Elix possibly as early as tomorrow. Maybe Shadow Warrior 1 and 2. We can sneak in before Dying Light 2, starting at 6 p.m. on February 2nd. We've got a lot of games in February. Lost Ark, Seafood, Dying Light 2, Horizon, probably some Total War 3, maybe a dabble in PoE. And then Elden Ring to finish it off as we go into March for Elix 2, Weird West, and lots of other stuff then. So I hope you guys are ready after February. It's going to be nuts. As a quick reminder, 
Uh, I've also started up a new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash code daily. It is 20 to 30 minute highlight reels of my everyday streams. So they are going up every day. If you want to stay caught up, great way to do it at code daily. And I think that's about it. So I will see you guys next week. Awesome stuff. Uh, in terms of what's going on for me, tomorrow we got more MCU crew. We're watching X-Men 2. You know, the latest, greatest Marvel movie. That's right. X-Men 2, starring Hugh Jackman and Halle Berry. I don't know why we're doing that. Uh, but we'll be talking about it tomorrow morning. If you want to join us, that's at 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm also jumping back into Dying Light 1 co-op uh, with Sips. It's both our first playthrough. And uh, we're having a grand old time blowing each other up with grenades. If you want to come join us, that'll start, I think, at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. Uh, then probably just more League as we make way for February with everyone else uh, getting ready for all the big releases. I think next Saturday will probably be Community Day on the stream, so another hour of Final or Final Fantasy. Another hour of uh, Resident Evil 7 VR. Uh, whatever the Community Day game is, you guys choose in Discord. And uh, then, of course, matching subs and uh, checking out everyone's collection, statues, whatever, vinyl, etc. If you want more information, that's on the uh, Discord over at uh, our channel if you want to join us. So that's that. That's what we got going on for all of us. We'll be back next week. We'll talk uh, probably a lot about uh, February. Probably bring on a guest as well. I haven't talked to Max in a while. You guys want to talk to Max, that old gassy Mexican? Sure. I was hoping he'd say no. Oh. So I didn't actually have to invite no, him. No, I was going to say not really. But... <laughs> um, but it would be cool to talk to someone on uh, Late Shift about that big eco event. Yeah, yeah. They just wrapped up their. We could bring Burke thing. on. Yeah. You could, you know. Oh, yeah. We could do Burke as well. It's, <laughs> it's not Max. That's Has just... Burke ever been on the show? I don't even know if Burke's ever been on the show. We've had been early for him, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Said, yeah. Burke, Burke usually logs off like at eight in the morning. So yeah. He's, he's yeah. generally sleeping by now. Yeah. That's true. Eh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We're on Sips. On. Talk about Dying Light. Sips is all the, uh, he, he has like strict dad times and this is prime I get dad it. time for him. I get it. Okay. Yeah, We're yeah. Good. He is it. Uh, the clock strikes noon and he's done. He quits Dota. That's how important dad time is. He's on that. Understood. Dota line. Understood. So that's it. Thanks everyone for watching the old drop. Oh, I actually forgot to mention and co this is privy to this is information for you as well. Uh, unbeknownst to me, one of the, the devs on the, uh, on the team, uh, Jack started putting uh, JPNN as a audio podcast. So whenever oh, we cool. do that, that's on iTunes and oh, I can Spotify. like listen to that in my car now easily. I get yeah, that's what he tells me. I don't I don't know how to verify this okay. stuff. It just yeah. happened. Uh, <laughs> I started doing it. So yeah, give me give me the details of that. Yeah, yeah. I think Great. it's on uh, Spotify, iTunes, wherever podcasts are available. So we did a big show on uh, this past Wednesday with Rami talking about all the Activision stuff. So. Probably bring on some more guests. Maybe maybe one of you will join us as a goof reporter. I don't know. The show's evolving. We're figuring it out. We're out of here, though. We're Thanks, everyone, for watching. Adult Entertainment Expo correspondent. Yeah. Yeah, real stupid things like that. I'm into it. I'm on, I'm, what? I'm on board. Who would go to those? <laughs> it's, it's. I'm not going to make any other comments. We'll send them to uh, Italy. Big reporters uh, out there <laughs> right now. Live, I, have, uh, I, I have that pulled up. I, I'm, I'm waiting desperately for you to shut the show down we gotta go bye see you next week <laughs>